friends. Fuck. You know, I clicked the wrong one. Konnichiwa, friends. Konnichiwa, Mina-san. <laughs> I, I clicked the fucking the long version, and I forget that the uh, long version has, like, dead silence afterwards. We'll talk to Sean about maybe get it. Oh, uh, whoops. <laughs> Mina-san, konnichiwa. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Talk to Keiki. Uh, we had a quick little week off due to my co-host here, Michael High, having surprise families. I, I'm always busy, dude. Like, I always have something planned every weekend. It, 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 and it, then I fall it, behind it, because fucking it, Saturday and Sundays are fucking... Are the heavy hitters, yeah. yeah. I know, dude. Couldn't be Friday, right? I have nothing to yeah. do on Friday. Yeah, though. and I got no. and I got to work and I got to work this Sunday, so that'll be fun. That sucks, docs. Yeah, I tried. I tried. I tried. I tried volunteering the work Friday, but like they're like, "What's wrong with Sunday?" It's like, Everything is wrong with Sunday. <laughs> like I sh- like I shouldn't be. I didn't do this in any office, but I have to here because you're understaffed and you are the the noob. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, it's, I do it's Sunday once a month, but I didn't want I didn't want to do it during Christmas. No one wants to fucking do it. Yeah, because I want my Christmas cards if I get it. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, so it's like, I'd rather do my own stuff. I don't want anyone else touching my stuff. <laughs> that is fair. Uh, but no, we got a lot. Uh, thankfully, we had this week off because I was able to watch Stone Ocean, which I won't talk about till you're done. I haven't even started it, dude. I'm, I've remembered like literally this week. and I was like, I have to watch fucking JoJo. Oh, it was solid stuff. I will say that solid, solid four, like four and a quarter. Okay, it gives me there, some uh, manga. I have, I have, I have some complaints. Okay, I can't wait to hear them. But yeah, so we'll I'm, a, I'm, I'm a non manga reader, so you know it'll be easy for me to be yeah. like, it's a five. Yeah. It's fucking brilliant. But but no, it. I'll with the stuff that they did. It was nice. I like the callback to the ending. Callback to the so, ending. Of what? Oh, they 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 played they played the old roundabout. Ah, okay. I thought yeah. you meant like a callback to Olin. I'm like, oh, what's no, 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 no. They played, round, no they, they played roundabout at the end. So that was always. Are we going to get a Jorno sighting? Are we going to get a, uh, uh, what's his face? Um, no. Josuke, no. Josuke, yeah, no. no. Boo. If that happened, if, if they if they showed up, part, this part six would have been a lot different. But the fact that they didn't. You know what's crazy? Like, I'm. I, I, so you, you're caught up completely on JoJo, right? Mm hmm. So. And they don't show up at all whatsoever, right? Okay, so I feel like at the end, like they're gonna like have like the spirits of all the JoJo's. The most in powerful this final stand fight against like all the spirits of G- of Dio's or whatever. Yeah, the, the the most powerful stand with the golden requiem. Nope. Crazy, because right? you know. So yeah, because yeah, yeah. If you showed up, that would have been over. So op. It is incredibly op. Fucking plot, bro. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I got I had a show done. I watched two penultimates before we got on the air. I'm very surprised. Side note that we have no like live viewers since we've been on four minutes. Like, have we chased our audience completely away now at this stage? Well, we didn't, we didn't tag everyone. Well, we didn't tag him. No, but regardless, we're on fucking every channel known to man. We're on all of the uh, the W2M channels right now. So, yeah, I still got to make that poll saying the, who wants to be tagged when we go live. <laughs> No one, because nobody gives a shit about us, despite the fact we do this for the group. But we well, care about all of you guys that listen. Well, well, none of their fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> and he lost connection. Here we go. Matt's shitty internet is back. 
God damn it. And you know what's crazy as I feel this time right now is that my other podcast host, Andy, shout out to my boy Andy at MMA for Marks, also on W2M Network. Thank you, Sean. Um, he also has Starlink like Matt. And this never happens with any other like broadcast or not any other broadband company that provides Internet it literally only happens with Starlink. And I don't understand why. I feel like there might be some sort of disparity between StreamYard and, and Starlink that may cause problems. Like that's gotta be that's gotta be it, right? Like I can't think of any other reason why that's not the case. Can't think of one, legitimately. So god damn it, Matt. God damn it. And what is he writing me, guys? We'll let you know. Let's see what he says. Can't blame his cats. Can't blame his new cats on this. We both got kicked out. No, motherfucker. I, you're the only one that got kicked out. I was just informing the users. My boy Andy at the MMA for Marks podcast. Again, cheap plug. Shout out to my boy Sean. Shout out to Andy. MMA for Marks. Catch us on. Anyway, um, he also has Starlink in California. Or no, he doesn't yeah. have Starlink yet. I'm sorry. He doesn't have Starlink yet. I lied. Sorry. I lied, guys. He's going to get Starlink, but he lives in the fucking mountains. Like, you live in the middle of nowhere. He lives in the mountains in California in the fucking boonies there. Yeah. And he's also just droop, drop, droop, drop. I'm like, bro. And I was like, there's got to be some sort of disparity between like StreamYard and Starlink because there's no storms, right? There's no fucking uh, blizzard. No, er everything's er clear and we were fine for. Bro. For I, can't wait. Now. I can't wait. I can't wait till we record one day when there's a blizzard up there. I oh, know I'm, I'm, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. I, no, there's a storm. I'm gonna say, yeah, let's just do it the next day. <laughs> but yeah, no, I came back in and it, you you didn't show up on my end. Nope, I'm. Uh... No, it was like it was weird. Like it was just me on the screen, not you. I don't know. It's so weird. Like I said, we still don't have any live viewers. That's so odd. I yeah, don't know. It's scary. Yeah, and, yeah, my I'm checking now. My download speed's 157. And uploads 2.35. I okay, it's not that's great, so but odd. that's so odd. I don't know. All right, so let's jump yeah. in. Yeah, let's just get to it. And if, if I get kicked out, just keep talking. Blah 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 blah. Like nothing happened. Like, like nothing happened. Let's do it. All right, quick news. Uh, Gene of AI's got an anime adaptation. Hmm. A sci-fi psychological drama. <laughs> mm. So Sounds I did like see the trailer for it. It, look, it did look interesting. So okay. when, then no date yet? Uh, no date yet. Um, I'm going to assume spring, maybe. I don't know. Okay. You know, you, know, you, you know how these things go. Sounds potential. Sounds like potential to me. Yeah. Uh, broadcast of Fate slash Strange Fake, Whispers of Dawn, is postponed. People who are into the Fate series... Even though no one will ever tell me the correct order to watch it in, mm. it's, it's it's like all over the fucking place. And so, I, Fate is one of those that's been around for a long time. Like, do you, you you've seen a couple, I imagine. I saw one spinoff, and I didn't know it was Fate until I saw the first episode. Okay, as I thought it was like a detective type thing, but no, it's that I saw Saber in the flashback. Oh, it's it's a Fate series and that I just somehow came across <laughs> all right okay yeah oh we got two viewers hello Gonichiwa. all right uh the manga 2.5 dimensional seduction is gonna tv anime sounds etchy it is etchy Ow. yeah uh, i have no interest in real girls so claims okumura the president of the school's manga club Jesus. he's your typical otaku obsessed with a sexy fictional 2d manga character Known as Lilio. Then the new school 
year starts a real 3D girl named Lysia, whose passion is cosplay, joins the club. Lysia convinces Okamura to become her photographer. And guess who her favorite manga character is? Not only that, but Lysia is into modeling the feisty stuff. The boundaries between 2D and 3D start to blur as his hot-blooded romantic comedy unfolds. Mm-hmm. So he's in love with a VTuber, and he meets the person behind the camera. Okay, I was going to say, because if he's just in love with the VTuber and it's just a VTuber, like VR or whatever, like that sounds super fucking lame. No, uh, I guess it's like a something for my dress-up darling in a way, but mixed with 2D. Mm, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, light novel, I'm in love with the villainess. Is getting a TV adaptation. Okay. It's uh, Yuri. Yes! It is a Yuri. Yes! This one girl girl is simping for the villainess. You know, I don't really like like, tropes like that, but the fact that it's a Yuri, I'm all for it. Uh, Annie Song singer Ichiro Mizuki uh, passed away at 74 Mm. on December 6th due to lung cancer. Hmm. Yeah, not not fun. It's so interesting how that like generation and like even in Japan, a lot of people still smoke in Japan. It's quite a oh yeah, they're they're like heavy chain smokers. Yeah, it's so wild. It is wild, but uh, condolences to his friends in Asia in general. Like there was like it was funny. I was reading one of my Korean porn laws. It's a manhwa, but it's hentai. So I call it a porn wall. I was reading one of my porn laws, and the guy catches his wife cheating, and he just stands outside of like the door while she's getting fucked. She comes out the door trying to sneak out, and like you see, like, oh, did you have fun? And like you see the ground, there's literally thirty cigarettes in like an hour, like two hours. He they smoked like thirty cigarettes. Like it's like cancer, bro, straight up. Oh my god. Uh, manga Megubi no Daigo, Kyoko no Orange because a TV anime. There's no English title, just that. You know, when you try to read Japanese, you sound like the black guy from Bleach from the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you sound like. <laughs> I'll take it. I will take it. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> All righty. Well, almost done. Light novel, Unnamed Memory, gets a TV anime for 23. Hmm. Looks like a... I think I saw that one. It was one of them that I was like, oh, that seems curious. And I forgot to click on the article. And when I refreshed, it was gone. But um... would you like the synopsis? <laughs> Why not? My wish as champion is for you to descend a tower and be my wife. Climbing a deadly tower, Oscar seeks power of its master, the witch of the azure moon. He hopes her incredible magic can break a curse that will kill any woman he takes for a wife. When the prince sees how beautiful Tanasha is, Though he has a better idea, since she's surely strong enough to survive his curse, she should just marry him instead. Tanasha isn't keen on the idea, but agrees to live with Oscar in the royal castle for a year while researching the spell placed on the prince. The witch's pretty face hides several lifetimes of dark secrets, however, secrets that begin resurfacing. Eh, I don't know. That sounds like one that you'll probably watch and try and talk me into. Probably. We'll see. All right. And finally, Hayao Miyazaki is getting his uh, next movie. Yes. How do you live? Have you seen the it, drawing? There was like a drawing of the. Yeah, I see, yeah I'm looking at it right now. It's a beautiful drawing. Yeah, uh, it's his. Yeah, this is his last one. It was like six years ago. Bro, it's crazy that like when he passes away, he's the Spielberg of anime, basically, when you think about it. Agreed. So it's like that'll be such a heavy loss for the world. Oh, yeah. 
the no. world will be mourning. But uh, it comes out in Japan July twenty fourth, 2023. You get it? You said the world will be mourning, and I was like, oh, when will they be afternoon? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. What, what is the evening, I guess? <laughs> I need Sean and or I need fucking Starman and his uh, his uh, his little board. Didn't maybe maybe I maybe if I work enough hours I could probably invest in one. I can afford one, but I'm just like why? Uh, I think it'd be, be uh, it'd be fun for me to have, but uh, <clears throat> it would be fun for us to have. <coughs> ah shit! Oh, we get we can add our own stuff. We can add oh, that. On, no, we can add. Say no, we, we we no we got the wow. <laughs> Or yeah. that, fu- yeah, or that fucking Anya theme. Waka waka, she tika. Like, yeah, good job. <laughs> wow. I don't know why it was just funny. Like, like ever since Sean sh- showed me that, I was like, you know what? yeah, just look at it, just the clip. Like, yeah, he's just mumbling, and then he's just Lloyd's just like, good job. I, I, I get it. That's typical children. Yeah, like yeah, it's awesome. like good job, good, very yeah. good. <laughs> That's my baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Should we get to reviews? Yeah, let's get to them. All right, uh, it is your turn. It is always my turn. Uh, Peter Grill is pretty lame at this stage, quite honestly. Um, I don't even want to talk about Peter Grill. I gave it two. Stars. I don't want to talk about. It. I don't even want to talk say, about Peter. Just Grill. say who does he fuck? That's all you need to, need to tell us. The latest episode, he fucks. Uh, he's he has to fuck. He's not fucked her yet, but he basically. All right, so I can break this down. So basically. They had like this whole elven arc where he has to like fucking basically mediate between the two like elf like things and they fuck him at the end. Cool. 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 (laughs) The latest episode is the probably might be one of the better parts of this season is uh, basically the uh, the what's his face? Um, The guild master who is Lavilia's father. He's like, I want to break up that fucking bastard Peter Grill and my daughter. I'm going to break him up. So what he does is he sends Peter Grill on like a. uh, on a diplomatic uh, mission, basically to go perform a peace treaty with the um, <clears throat> what's it called with the uh, the dwarfin village. And as part of this peace treaty, treaty that's been going on for several centuries, it is legitimate. Um, you basically have to take this mythical sword that the um, that the 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 empire has as kind of like an heirloom, and you have to slice um, a like glass like uh, a replica of, of a cicada and the cicada is like some legendary beast that would plague the dwell, the elven vi- or the dwarfin village uh, before the kingdom came and saved them one day. And that's how they negotiated the peace treaty when they saved them. Anyway, he uh, basically the guild master rigged the sword and like rigged it to be really brittle. And while Peter's practicing, the sword breaks and he's like, Oh my God, I'm fucked. The sword broke. Like, what am I going to do? So his, uh, his homie is like, Hey, why don't you go early to the dwarven village? Cause it's going to require some sort of special synthesis that no man can do nowadays. It's a lost art. Um, but they might be able to do it. So he starts asking on the village. Nobody can do it. And then somebody toward the end is like, Hey, I think the, the daughter, of the uh, of the head uh what's it called blacksmith can do it and the daughter is like this really bratty girl like she looks like a lolly she's 32 kind of lolly um and she loves to research and she hates manual labor like she's like kind of into science and shit like that think of her as like a knockoff senku so um they meet and he's like she's like oh peter grill i'll, I'll be happy to fix your sword but i need your sperm and he's like what the fuck does everybody want my fucking sperm for and he's like, she's like, no, I need your sperm. And he drops the fucking connection again. God damn it, Matt. Anyway, they want the sperm. 
for the um for this like special robot or some shit and so he basically uh god damn it matt come on just just ignore that (laughs) i know um so she uh basically in order to get the sperm out she brings out a sex robot sex robot is quite disgusting looking and it starts chasing peter around ends up chasing peter next to a sex dungeon where everything if you get locked in the dungeon the only way to get out is to fuck and so basically peter fucks up the sex robot sex robot goes haywire chases the girl into the uh sex dungeon they have this mythical role she ends up on top of him on in the bed in the sex dungeon dungeon closes end episode <sighs> it's a two out of five this whole series is a two out of five it's a complete waste of my time but it's a guilty pleasure boruto on the other hand though this season outside of like the bullshit end of like the whatever arc with kawaki this they're them doing like their like their knockoff on squid games has been thoroughly entertaining i am thoroughly entertained by boruto this season um so basically as we mentioned squid games is still going on lots more people are dead um they're going through the various challenges and uh they find out that one of the uh guys that's remaining one of the few guys we find out um through what's it called through him being a little shady as well as uh sarada and kawaki going through the hidden leaf uh like criminal database he's an outer of kara and that's a really interesting facet of that and so they're trying to basically try and find this like lab that everybody's being like uh, confined to. And along the way, they they get up, they get they see various traps and things of that nature. Um, but they're hot on the tail, basically, of this um, of this uh, villain. His name is Ogan. Ogan's the the, the villain slash scientist that's doing all these experiments. Um, so I mean, at the end of the day, it's typical Boros stuff where basically, you know, we have to band together and together we're going to escape this and all of this. You know, like that's cool. Um, but there's a lot of death, like I said, which is, you know, rare in Boruto. Lots of people are dying and Boruto is doing his best to survive and everything else. He ends up beating one of the villains and the villain is like, hey, here's my cards. You know, I, I deserve to die. And he's like, no, you don't deserve to die. He's like, all right, well, I'll let you in the secret since you're not going to kill me. I didn't kill those people that that uh, you found dead. And so we find out that it was the outer that killed those people because they stole a communication device from him. Because they thought that he was a traitor and was working with Oga. They don't know that he's an outer and he was trying to talk to, to Code, who's the remaining person from Kara. So um, I think with this series, when it concludes, it's going to um, lead into more manga stuff, which is great. Because if you have been paying attention to the Boruto manga, um, Code is a motherfucker. He is a motherfucker. And so I'm very much looking forward to that. But this little fucking um, filler arc is actually one of the better filler arcs they've done because not only because it's a knockoff on Squid Games, but because, you know, it brings you back to life or death circumstances. Um, and it, it's unique in terms of what Boruto normally is, even though it's still, you know, is a typical Naruto band together, unity and such. So um, thoroughly enjoying that. And I'm done. All right. Very good. Uh, I got the penultimate of reincarnated as a sword. All right. Uh, before that, though, I'm gonna go. They're they're at a dungeon. Uh, it has spiders this time, but in this dungeon, there's traps. Mm. So because of this, uh, Fran stepped on one of them, and it was a tele it was a teleportation trap. Mm-hmm. So now she's separated from the sword. Mm-hmm. So Fran is with like two other random people, and then Shisho is separated with amanda and another one of the crew and of course the one we're friends in is a giant spider boss that sets booby traps everywhere shoots poison darts at him and just like 
she's just getting stabbed with poison needles. Mm. So, and yeah, and she can't do anything without the sword. Of course not. Cause, yeah, because the sword's one, the sword's the one with all the skills. Yep, because she's useless. But not yet. Hold on. No. So, uh, so she shows freaking out, like, what to do, what to do. He's going for his whole entire skill list, and he does a summon thing. Mm. So you, so because of this, also he reveals himself as like his own sentient that he's sentient as the sentient sword right in front of Amanda. Mm. She's like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, no, nah, I can't explain right now. I gotta go help her. I gotta go help find Fran. Mm. And then um, he uses the summon spell. She, he summons his wolf, and it's a uh, it's gone crazy right away. So apparently, to calm it down, you have to give it a name to bond with it. Mm-hmm. So he named it Jets. Because again, he was in a hurry, and because of this this wolf is just—he's ready. He's ready to go, ready to listen, mm-hmm. and starts tracking Fran down. On the other hand, yeah, Fran's getting weak, and she starts fighting on her own. Like she's like, "I don't have a sword, but I got these fucking hands. Let's go!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> starts like punching these spiders, kicking the eggs, and she's about to go after attack this boss. But eventually, the sword—he's glowing fire, shots through. Stabs the spider queen, didn't kill her. This guy really like like cut her by the side. Mm-hmm. The spider retreats for now. They they reunite. Talk about how he's proud of her, like for like fighting on her, even though she was on her own basically. And uh, Amanda's like, "You explain now with the sword." Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's just considered an intelligent weapon, and she's never seen one before, so she gets all excited about it. Uh, everyone regroups for now. And then uh, they hear this the spider bitch screaming at the top of her lungs. And it, the episode ends with this giant white owl descending down. I don't know if it's a summon or what's what's the sish? What's good? Have you tried to look at, like, I guess, um, what that would mean? Um, hey, Google, what's the significance of a white owl? On the website, thebirdguide.com, they say, the white owl represents good luck. Do you want a little more context? No, thank you. There you go. Okay. All right. Very, very good. Thank you, Google. Right. But yeah, I got one more episode on Wednesday next week. Mm-hmm. You know, it's already done. Just we just get a week late. Right. So I might just find online or just wait. All righty, Bibliophile Princess. Mm. I had to pay attention more to see what the fuck was going on, and I know what happened. What happened basically? Basically. Uh, Christopher's original fiance is back in the picture, and because of this, they want Eliana out. Mm-hmm. So everyone on that on this fiance side is like, "Hey, hey, you should uh, you should leave." Like, like the the Bernstein name is a burden. You can go fuck off. Like this this little girl Sharon is the one that's telling I Eliana this. Like, hey, just, just leave. Mm-hmm. It's like, what the, yo, fuck you. <laughs> like, even though, like, Christopher made his choice of wanting to marry Eliana, he made that very clear in the second episode. If mm-hmm. you anyone Jax, fight me right now, basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. While all these people were conspiring to get her out, but because they weren't meant to be. Mm-hmm. And it's like, fuck that. You're right in the pussy. Yeah, and Eliana does not want this. And she's been trying to talk to Christopher. Christopher has been like, "I'm busy, not right now." Mm-hmm. And but at the same time, it's like that he that he wants our attention. Like, I, like Eliana, you're here. I missed you. Type type of thing. 
Mm-hmm. And now she doesn't want that affection right now because she wants she wants to like talk like do, like do you want this type of thing? Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where she just blurted out, "We should hold off on the wedding in front of Christopher and his friends." Right. And he's like, "Just calm the fuck down. <laughs> hold your fucking horses." It's like it's like let let's discuss this later. Like let's talk about it later. And then. Uh, yeah, she doesn't. Get, she doesn't go to that banquet. She runs outside crying. Uh, one of the maids was comforting her. They see Christopher following her, and then the maid just steps in between the middle. Like, ah, uh-uh, she ain't. She ain't talking to you right now. Like a crying woman and a man getting angry. No, 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 no. You ain't talking to us. <laughs> and he's just like, this is none of your concern right now. Facts. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, Elia. As she starts start speaks, the episode ends like, God damn it! <laughs> mm-hmm. So I have to wait another week for that. I'll have to wait tomorrow for that. Exciting. I got two more episodes. Shit. Yeah, it's like, God damn. <laughs> so I was like, all right, good, good. This is good. Good shit, pal. Good shit, pal. All right, Blue Lock. Oh, good. This fucking soccer game. Hey, we should talk. We should talk about uh, about the Jap- uh, Japanese soccer. Yeah, they, 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 uh, they choked around the sixteen. They did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they made they made it around sixteen. They choked during the penalty. Yep. It was like three to three to one with the penalty kicks. No bueno. No bueno, indeed. And you know what? They tried. So we will give them that. Hopefully, in four years, maybe. Okay, I thought I got kicked out again. <laughs> no, no, I was looking yeah. up because you know why? I we normally record on Thursdays, so I'm like, oh, um, let me put on the football game while we're recording, not realizing it's Wednesday and not Thursday. <laughs> but uh, we got the next soccer game. You know where we left off with uh, fucking Nagi just getting the goal right away, like the first minute. Yep. Then it got to goal two, then goal three. Cool. <laughs> And uh, one of the guys in Team Z, he's just not doing shit. Because mm-hmm. he again, he betrayed them and he betrayed the crew in the last game. Mm-hmm. So Kion, he's just standing there because he knows, hey, if my team loses, I'm We're still fucked. getting in. Like I'm still getting in because I I scored three goals. I I have a good average. I'm like all of you, so I'm safe. So I don't have to selfish help you. Son of a bitch. Yes, he's a very selfish son of a fucking bitch. But yeah, uh, they got the free points, and then uh, Bachira, he's like, "This is fun!" Like he's getting, like he's he's getting excited now, and then he scores the first goal for the team. Basically, says since they know our strategies, just basically whatever position you're not comfortable in, fucking do it. Hey, position and, you're comfortable in. <laughs> like uh, like fucking Inosuke, he's uh, he's now on defense. Mm-hmm. Yes, I call him Inosuke because the same voice actors. <laughs> Oh, but his actual name is Jingo. Like he's like he, he even Oi, Tanjiko. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He sounds like that. He acts like that. So if you, if you <laughs> lose for us, he says, "If you lose for us, I will kill you." That type of thing. He will say shit like that. Like it's like it's fucking Inosuke. Yeah. Now he's on defense. Uh, basically, uh, the episode last week was it's now a tie game. Mm-hmm. Not that much time left. And then, uh, of course, the, the selfish guy, he's still not doing anything, even though it's still 10 to 11. And then this fucking guy, Nagi, he starts getting serious finally because he saw because he sees his friend getting like frustrated, pissed off. So he's like, OK. And then he and then he scores a goal. It's four, four to three now. Mm. So now they have to get another goal. They eventually do. And there's three minutes left. 
This sounds like how they got into the world and how they got to the round of 16 in a way, right? Yeah. A little bit. It's just about, yeah, there's three minutes left. So Nagi has the ball. So it's like, shit. <laughs> Nagi and he, Yep. And, uh, and fucking Isagi, he can't catch up to him. Like he had a plan to try to get all around him, but no, he turned it around. He turned it around. Mm-hmm. And this selfish guy, he tackles Nagi just to get a red card. So he's out of the game. But basically, he got he basically bought them time. Because mm-hmm. if he kicked the ball, it would have been it. Game over. Yeah. So basically, he saved them for that. And then you get a little flashback of him. Like he was very happy with soccer. Like he was he had a group of friends that he played soccer with. But the fact that he was too serious about it, they're like, this is not fun anymore. Oh God. It's that not fun thing. anymore. No, it's just like, dude, you're like, we're happy, we're playing for fun. Like, like what the fuck? Like yeah, we lost. Big deal. We try again. We try harder. We there's always next time. He's like, no, it's not good enough. It's not me anymore. Yeah, mm. pretty much. Oh God. Yeah, and then uh, basically, uh, basically, it's time for the penalty kick. Mm-hmm. They were figuring out who uh, this guy was going to pass it to. Like, was he was he going to pass it to Nagi or the not intelligent guy? But no, he kicks it to the goal himself. But the goalie just catches it. Yeah, like. My hand out like just in time, and the fast guy he he charges in head on to kick the ball, but no, the Inosuke just kicks the ball out of the way just in time. Like he's like slot, like he slid, mm-hmm. and now Isagi has it. Credits. That's it for that one. Okay, very good game. I'm happy with it. Uh, moving on, do it yourself. Yay! I like this. I like this. Is, uh, yeah, we also had a penultimate of this, but before that. We quit off where we left off. Someone took all the stuff. They they took all the supplies that they saved up for. So the crew, they're all upset about it, obviously, because, again, they worked so hard on saving up money and all this. Mm-hmm. So they're all like, let's just go home for right now. Uh, Sailor Fu, she's like speechless, hasn't said anything during the club meeting, the walk home. Uh, Jabako, she goes to Miko's house. And Jumpco. she says, Jabako. <laughs> Jump cope. Yes. And then, uh, yeah, she tells Miko what happened. So Miko, the Sundere, who's like, fuck you. You know, you're my fr- childhood friend. To Sarah. So she goes over to the house, tries to comfort her, like, cheer, cheer her up, that type of thing. And they find out Sarah who passed out all because she was daydreaming. Uh, basically, she's optimistic. She's like, wait, how did I get home? Imagine. Like, you walked home. Like, like, you walked home. Like, I did? Shit. <laughs> Wow, that's some crazy drugs. I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And that must have been a hardcore lot of dream there. But no, basically, yeah, she's daydreaming about old, like, oh, they're just gonna, they're, just gonna, they're gonna find supplies again. They're gonna start back from where they were. And they all had that same idea the next day. Like, it just sucked that, that time. But yeah, they're, they're up, they're focused. They even put up flyers. Like, they're like, hey, if anyone has supplies or anything, like, please let us know. Like, we'll pick it up. <laughs> Please help. Pretty much, yeah. And uh, the the teacher that was got that was guiding them, Haruko, uh, she has like this like giant truck of like stuff and like, hey, like how do you? This is like why are you always helping us. And you find out that the teacher had the DIY club at that school when they when she was in when she was a student. Mm-hmm. And he dropped. Oh, boy, it's one of those episodes. I tell you what. One of those episodes. One of those episodes again, motherfucker. Uh, so anyway, uh, that was that episode last week, and now we're on 
the penultimate. And they are finally starting to build a treehouse. They got the the tree bolt thing, the tab. Mm. Tree bolt. And I actually looked those up as we were as I was watching the episode. Those were expensive. It's like 140 bucks per screw. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, because it connects to the tree. They keep to keep it balanced. To keep like a, it's like a foundation for a treehouse. Mmm. Naruhudo. Naruhudo. Yeah. So they got two of those like they needed. Uh, basically. What you call it Ray's uh, mom and dad who own like the lumber shop and all this. They help set that up for them at least. And then as, also before that though, um, as they got all the supplies again, Miku, who's from the other school, she finally joins the group. She finally joins the club as an honorary member. As a Serifu, it's like, hey, please join us. It'd be fun. Like you helped us out, so you may as well build this with us. Let's do it together, type of thing. Mm-hmm. So she's finally in the group, officially. Huzzahs! And then, basically, this whole episode was just the construction of the treehouse. And As you finagle with your headset. Yes, as I finagle with my headset, because it didn't want to go on all the way. But uh, Fat head. I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, no, it's just long hair. I need a fucking barber. You don't have a barber over there, dude? Really? I got somewhere. I still know the fucking hours. It's like, by the time I get, by the time I get home, they're probably close. It's, uh, you can't go at fucking four in the morning either. Nope. So, yeah, I might just have to buzz a little bit. Just get it out of the way. Uh, but yeah, uh, that that will never happen. <laughs> Happened once on accident, and I hated it. Really? Because <laughs> my barber was just fucking high. Oh yeah, he, he must be high as a fucking kite then, eh? Oh, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said I wanted it. Like I wanted it too. The buzz. Yeah, well, that's because, not a buzz. Two's not a buzz, but. But I say like I wanted like I, I like I wanted trend basically I wanted to cleaned up. Sure. He's what he's what. I was just like, <laughs> that's not what I want. That's what you got. Yeah, basically. I didn't tip him like fuck you. Yeah, for real, dude. I wouldn't either. That's fucked up. Yeah, I was like, ah, oh, fuck this. Like I don't want this guy again. <laughs> that's why you be really... Barbie. You stick with him, buddy. No, but. Like... But yeah, this was a, yeah, this was in Shirley. Like it was like a barbershop. There's a few people, and he was like he was the only guy. And I had no issue with him the other time, is even though actually no, he just sucks because he was always high. It's either you're bald or the hair's crooked. There's no gray area. So I you, you need a Spanish or well, nah, yeah, you need a Spanish barber. Spanish barber. I'll say, well, well, he was black, but yeah, you know something? I've only done one black barber. Pause. I've only let me phrase that. I've only had one bar- black barber do my hair. And it was the worst haircut I've ever gotten. And I was like, I'll never do a, another black barber. No, no disrespect, no racial shit. Just I don't trust the black barber with my hair. So now that was what happened. Yeah. Spanish now, plus. Spanish now it's got the, now it's got the then Adelphine has had the old the mid-aged white woman. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> okay, Karen. <laughs> she wasn't a Karen, but she was nice. But basically, um basically the treehouse coming along nicely. The walls mm-hmm. are up. Where is this treehouse? Next to the on school grounds, like next to the next to the old school shed, mm. where they where they were having the clubhouse. Is that legal? It's anime. Yeah. Okay. If, if they're an official club, yeah. Mm. All right, we'll go with it. Yeah, no one said anything. It's been months since we'll the whole go. club started, so we'll go with it. So basically, they they don't have enough lumber for the for the roof, so they basically just took apart the old shed. Just to get some of the lumber, they have they have enough of the roof now. And before they do that, credits and credits. 
Nice. Yeah, pretty much. Nice and nice. I was like, okay. <laughs> Let me make sure I have. Dude, speaking every... of um, speaking of freaking uh, what's it called? Uh, your like slice of life wholesome animes. I really love that slow loop connection that you showed me in regards to Bochi. Yes. Oh my god, that's beautiful. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize it. Then I actually looked at the clip, I was like, oh shit, that is them! Like, holy crap! Yeah, man. So that's awesome. That got the fact that I saw both of them. Like, that makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking crazy. All right, now for the last one, which is my finale. I'm the villainous, so I'm taming the final boss. <laughs> All right, and you've been mid on this for most of the season. It, it's just good. Like, there's nothing great about it. Okay, it's not, it's not bad. It's the dumbest, it's the dumbest spectacular, but I don't regret watching it. Okay, uh, I'll get to the pros and cons after. All right. But uh, basically, uh, this is going to be a two-parter, obviously. Uh, after Eileen basically got told to fuck off by uh, the Amnesia Claude, mm-hmm. uh, Levy, the, the one that's working with uh, the, villain, the, the main antagonist, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, yeah, oh, there's a way to get Claude back and all this. But basically, you got to treat him like shit. Like, I want you to treat him like shit in front of everyone. Hmm. And this was uh, before the fact that uh, Claude actually felt bad for making Eileen cry. Like he was talking to his uh, devil subordinates. It's like, it's like, maybe I should actually take her to the ball. <laughs> maybe. That would be useful. Yeah. Yeah, so he doesn't have his memory back, but it's just oh. more of... Sorry. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. But uh, basically, I then they and then they went to Eileen's place. They sent the dress. Like, guess what? You're going to the ball. Like, what? Yeah, here's your dress. Here you go. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Hey. <laughs> All right. I guess I have so much for staying in and watching fucking movie. Eh? Yeah, basically. <laughs> and uh, during the ball, Claude was uh, telling Eileen, "Like, I love you and all this." Aww. Even though it was like he's not fully. There's like no full memory yet. But where's, at, the, but, where's their but kid? Before, they had no kids. Did you? The, the, they had the kid earlier in the year, in the season. Yeah. At least like they had like a devil kid. No. Didn't you say they were like taking care of a child at some no. point? No. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's a, there's a, there's sorry. A child. Maybe, maybe maybe a different show, but. <laughs> well, sorry. It's okay. Yeah. There's no there's no child here. Uh, Levy, of course, go, butts in. In the middle of calling Eileen, saying, "Oh yeah, uh, Eileen had this affair and all this shit." Basically, it's, "Hey, I have one of the demons in my in prison. If you don't lie to him, I'm gonna go kill it." Mm. So yeah, it's this uh, Raven Almond. So Eileen was playing the character. So, but Almond, he he jumps in the middle of them, like, "No, like Claude, don't listen to her. He's lying. This is what really happened." And the bird got shot. <laughs> So Claude is like freaking out all this. Like it kind of triggered something in him. He's like half memory type of thing. But mm-hmm. he teleported out of there. And of course, the fucking villain, Lilia, she meets him and erases his memory again, <laughs> but puts him in a coma with the demon instance. So he's knocked out. He's unconscious. Sweep. Eileen's in jail. And so is the other guy, that one that told him to betray them. And that was the penultimate. Now we're in the finale. Okay. Eileen eventually escapes. Uh, Levy asks for forgiveness. And he has a spell in his eye, like a crystal in his eye, that could reduce the spell that Claude's in. So he, like, rips his eye out to give it to her with the gem. 
okay, fucking Naruto and Sasuke and fucking attacking them. <laughs> yeah, basically. So basically, Eileen and Livy they go they go to the castle. Lily is there. Uh, Lily and Eileen fight. They have this sword fight. Mm-hmm. First, Eileen wins. Okay, for now, as uh, Levy goes for the thing to go, like, to get to the door, to get to Claude. But now Eileen's losing, and Claude is back. He has his memories there. He's and he's pissed. And they arrest like she's like you're under arrest for trying to kill me and all those other people. How dare you? And, and then and then Lily is like, who is going to believe you? And that fucking Claude's brother, the dick from earlier, Cedric. He's like, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, she totally did it. So I was like, what bop? So, yeah, so now Cedric and Lilia are in jail, living their happy together lives in jail. And Eileen and Claude, they have their wedding. And it's a nice, it's a happy ending. So that's the end of the series. That's it. All right. Uh, The pros are, I I like how it's animated. I like the characters. I love Eileen. Claude is fun. I like the chemistry between them. The downsides were the wherever like the last episode of the arcs of these little three parters, mm-hmm. they're quick, like they like they feel like they feel rushed. Mm-hmm. So that that was an issue for me. It's a it's a very weak three and a half, so like, a three, a like a three, like a like a three and a quarter. Yeah, I was gonna say just a three and a quarter. Yeah, it's a three and a quarter. All right. All right, let's do togetherness. Togetherness. <laughs> yes, let us join together. All right, uh, let's go. Let's go with Love Flops. Love Flops is definitely didn't. It isn't going the way we thought it for sure. No, but it's not bad. It's not. It's unique. Honestly, I've never seen that before. No. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, basically, we picked up where we left off with. Fucking what's his name? What's his nuts? Uh, what's his nuts? Asahi. Yeah, he's he's in his room. He's all basically he's re- he's recollecting everything that he just heard, like mm. how his life was a lie. Yep. Those all those few months was nothing. It was just a day. Yep. Well, no, you didn't explain how it, it cut off, and then if he just it went to freaking. Uh, he woke up the next day like normal. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. So he wakes he wakes up the next day like normal. Whatever his mom, there's no girls in the house, but his mom is there. No, we and, talked about that. We talked about really? that last time. Yeah, we did. Oh, okay. Well, then. Yeah, I, we, 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 yeah, we didn't talk about it last week's. Everything fucking just like bleeds into shit nowadays. I feel like we're yeah. so. Well, I've been so behind. Yeah, and now uh, this uh, scientist is at uh, Asahi's house, and she's explaining what's going on. Like, hey, uh, Aoi is fucking up everything. Yep. <laughs> In this metaverse type shit, like no one is relying on their AIs, basically. Yep. Like powers are off, AIs are disappearing. The world is ending. Basically, because without technology and AIs, everyone is useless. And I really love, I honest to God, I really love how that speaks to like the way tech is going, where without like internet, for example, like my house is super internet powered. So freaking like if the internet goes out, a lot of my shit goes out in my in my house. So it's pretty wild when you really think about it. <clears throat> it makes sense. Right. Yeah, right. And as all that's going on, and it's like I yeah, basically try she's she's trying to convince Asahi to basically come back with me so we can go back into that world. And like, why the fuck would I do that basically? Yeah, why would I retorture myself? 
ba- yeah, ba- yeah, all that, and it's just first, uh, yeah, F- Feniman is that her name or y- Yoshino? Yoshino, Yoshino, yeah, J- Yoshino, yeah, though. So basically, now we get the other, the other girls. <laughs> they want to talk to Asi. Yeah, so they hack the freaking, uh, you know, and there's another key. If you remember the flashback from the previous episode, if you remember Asahi in the like living room or whatever her room was, mm-hmm. that alarm clock is I's alarm clock. Yeah. Did you notice that? Yes, I did notice that. Yeah, that's I's alarm clock. And so they basically hack I's alarm clock and they're able to project themselves. At first, they project themselves that they look like little Minecraft characters. That was funny. And but then they're like, you're, yeah, you're like, the, fuck, you're like the fucking polygon shit is like, yeah, uh, you're, you're very poly right now. They're like, huh? And like, oh my god, you look so ugly. Yeah, basically, yeah. So Amelia is like, oh, hold on, I'll fix it. And now they, they, yeah, they're all back to their normal selves. Asahi is overwhelmed with emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're talking about IOE, like, yeah, she's a little out of control right now. As like, we need you to come back. Yeah, ha- like, you have to. Basically, after we disappeared, we can't. We don't want to end like that with you. They all want. Them. They all want the deck. They want the banana. They want the fried bananas. Uh-huh. So this kind of he, he has a lot to think about now. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh shit, we gotta go, type of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they they disappear for now. And Yoshiro's like, you come with me or not? And then he's like, I gotta think about it. And she's like, "Well, fuck you then." Like, right, I, like that. This has to happen now. So, and he thinks about the world in five minutes. Yeah, pretty much. And then, as she's about to get on her bike, he's like, oh, "Wait, I'm coming with you." Yeah, he because he gets that flashback. He gets a fl- another flashback of him and I, and it's a really, it's actually a pretty poignant flashback because they talk about how um, he asked I like because I's mother's already been passed and you know his her dad isn't around nearly as much as she'd like probably and so they uh, she's like you know I have a question because I guess they went on like her like anniversary death anniversary day they were hanging out and she's like if you he asked uh, I if uh, you had the power to see see someone that's passed away would you take it and she goes no I wouldn't take that because then I'd want to see them again and again and again right and I wouldn't be able to and it's a very powerful statement. But yeah. Asahi in this circumstance is like, well, you know, I already saw the dead person that I, you know, had blocked off for so long. And now I guess now I have to see her again and again and again in some capacity. So yeah. it's a very nice little like, you know, thought process that he had there before he's like, all right, I'm going to go save the world and save the girls because I have no girlfriend, neural girlfriends. I need to save the, the virtual ones. Well, but and basically I mostly yeah, she is Aoi, yeah. Yeah, it's her brain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, basically, it's mostly for her. So he gets on. Yeah. They're, they're in, a, like, a secret hideout. No, not a secret hideout. So as part of the flashbacks, they're at, like, a house. We find out that the house that they were at was a beach house. We find out that um, Ai's father, when he quit the company after Aoi died, after Ai died, um, he sold their normal house that was in the city, and then he just went to, to the other beach house, and he just confined himself in a secret room. So then they go into the secret room, and it's basically like a mini laboratory that he set up, including um, uh, an AI table, basically as well. Right, and then yeah, he go yeah he lays on the table, and like basically, basically, this is our one shot at this. <laughs> yeah, like you know, and I'm not gonna lie, it's very risky. You know, it's not the same. And he's like, "Well, am I gonna die?" And she's like, "What?" But it's like, but you might not come back, type of thing. It's sketch. It's it's pretty sketch, bro. What do you what do you say? But, and he's like, all right, let's do it. I trust you. 
and uh, what's it called? Yoshino smiles as she boots up the device. They do link start, cue from uh, Sword Art Online, and mm-hmm. credits. And as of our recording, the new episode dropped. I have not seen today's episode. I haven't Maddie, either. You haven't? Okay. So we didn't watch today's episode. This is Wednesday as we're recording. So we didn't see the the part, uh, the part, this, the first episode of part two of Eminence. Instead right. of giving a break, they're just like, fuck it. We're just going full retard with it. Um, yeah. And we didn't see, uh, we didn't see the new episode of Flops. So we'll report on that next. All righty. Uh, moving on. Gundam. I am loving Gundam, dude. I am really so happy that i picked this up yes um yeah and we got like officially it's uh it's gonna qualify for our season and year for we had the 12 episodes but yes. it will end january 8th but we'll, we'll we'll be able to grade it regardless mostly yeah we'll be and, able to uh, it. yep and the next and the other half will be in spring so again it, it, it qualifies it qualifies for next year as well yep how about that? So the how about that? How about uh, that? But uh, f- what's the what's that fucking guy's name? <laughs> which one? There's a lot of them. There, yeah, there's a lot of that. A lot of men. Uh, so which man are you talking? Uh, Shad- Shadik. Shadik. Okay. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> you know he's such a mystery because he's the childhood friend of Mirin, um, and he's super sinister. But you know he's got like a he's got a really like smooth charm to him that makes you not hate him nearly as much as you probably should you're right yeah it's just his he's just he just his presence is friendly that's the issue yeah he's super friendly he's definitely the guy that like oh, i love you bro you're my best friend and stabbed yeah. me in the back basically just... yeah Paul. and how do you feel about that duel uh the six the six on one yeah like that whole like basically you gotta take out the captain too I like the concept. Are you talking about like duels in general? In the... no, I was, I, was, I was talking about that actual fight. It was a really good fight. Basically, yeah, sh- yeah, sh- 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 yeah, yeah. Shadik uh, challenged as a Saleta. Yep. Basically, if and it's I not win... it's not just a one on one challenge. It's a it's a team yeah. challenge. So it's, yeah, it's six a team battle. Six. Yeah, basically, Captain Falls type of duel. Yep. If uh, he wins, he gets to control of the company. Yep. Like he has his name on it. That's like the main shareholder type of thing. Yep. Uh, what was uh, Mercury's stipulation? Like it was not Merc. It was not Suleta. It was uh, Murin. Murin is yeah. one who she basically hers was uh, stay out of it. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was well, kind of. It basically yeah. in the previous episode, toward the end of the episode, they had changed the school bylaws uh, where you had to have like safety testing in order to start your own company, and that's right. not possible with Gundam because of the fact that what's it called? It's Gundam, Gundam, yeah, it's Gundam that's deadly to normal people except except for Ari- or except for uh, uh, Suleta. So because of that safety test, they couldn't start the company, and they're like, "You changed that, didn't you?" And he just like he didn't say anything, but that confirmed that they changed it. So he's like, "If we win the duel, then you're going to change the laws back to." the way they were so we can start our company okay and so <clears throat> you get the duel happen and you get with i forget is it grassley are they grassley house i think I so think yeah they're grassley house so basically grassley house consists of shadik and like his little like harem that he has but the harem is actually a, a useful harem they're all like top tier like gunners Mac, like yeah they're mobile suits yeah, they're top mobile, top, yeah, top tier in in their class. Um, so there's Shadik and five other girls that are super top tier, and then you have Miorin. I'm sorry, you have uh, what's her face? You have Leta, uh, and then basically House Earth, who are trash. 
And so yeah, and he and she tries getting a Jetark, and he says no, basically. Yeah, Jetark says no because he's listening to his father. And then soon after that, his father's like, "I'm pulling you out of school. You're gonna get a job." It's like like you're just a boy because you keep losing duels. You're making you're making a mockery of me. Yeah, <laughs> the family name. Yep. So why are you there? Yep. And we find out in the next episode, he he ended up running away, and he's like some random job, and his name is Bob now, and not Guel. Yeah, and we'll get to that in a bit. Yes. But but now on to the duel. Six on six. Here we go. Basically, shoot the House Earth gets head. wrecked. They get fucking ass wrecked. Yep, just not even minutes. Not even they minutes. Get, and like, like literally like, yeah, four of them get separated. Yeah, yep. four of them are out. One is one is like half gone. Like yep. the and legs. Sandra's sacrificing herself. Um, I believe was it um the blue hair girl that sacrificed herself, or was it yes. Just- yeah, uh, yes, all because of a a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, and That's by the this- way, we forgot to mention that there is some sort of odd connection between the blue hair girl from House Earth and Shadik, and that comes into play as well in the next episode. But there's a shady connection between that girl who's really sweet and kind, and she knows she's being taken advantage of by Shadik, but she has to listen to him, and we find out the reason why in the next episode. Um, but regardless, she sacrifices herself for Ariel, and she gets knocked out. So basically, it's six on one. Ariel versus the entire house Grassley. And, and Ariel is losing at first. And she's losing at first because they basically deploy like an anti, like an anti-Gundam. Like, yeah, the, yeah, the, 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 yeah. It doesn't matter. They usually shut down mobile suits. There, they yeah. have one that no, works on Gundam. No, it's Gundam. It's anti-gun. I, I, I'm saying, like, yeah, they ha- we've seen them before, but now we've seen one that's for the Gundam specifically for Gundam. Yeah, and so it shuts down Ariel, and she's like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna lose. Oh shit, I'm gonna lose." And then she taps into her fucking magical fucking connection with Ariel, and was like, "You want me to do this on my own? I can't." Okay, if it's for you, I'll try. And she basically manually powers the uh, the Gundam up until it's able to break free of the uh, of the anti gun net, and fucking manually, Ariel's manually one by one yeah. taking out these top tier fucking gunners from House Grassley. Takes them out, takes them out, takes them out, takes them out, takes them out. Ends up being, I believe, was it two on one or three on one toward the end? Uh, I believe two. It's two on one, right? So it was two on one, and. I, we forgot to mention it wasn't six v six; it was six v five because they couldn't get Guell. And right, so, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's and so, as Ariel is cornered, Guell's about to defeat her. As he's powering up his cannon, a sniper shot from across the map takes out Shadik's helmet, and it's so Mirin. It's Mirin in a fucking mobile suit. Yep. And so, because of this, the, he loses. Because again, you, you gotta shoot that. You gotta shoot that. You gotta shoot the captain. Yep. So. They win, so Mazel Tov, everyone. Mazel Tov. And then we move on to the next episode. Yeah, uh, assassinations. Yeah. Again. Yeah, again. Uh, now they want to kill... What's that guy's name? Uh, Delling. Uh, Delling, yeah. Delling. But you know what's interesting? Before we get to the plot, we see Delling and Miarine. Miarine basically is away on school on business because of the uh, because of the venture. Um, she's away from everybody. Uh, you know, being a CEO basically of the of yeah, of trying Gundam. to get yeah, and more investments see, in the Gundam. Yeah, and we see basically that her and her father are now starting to kind of respect each other. They have a business partnership. They talk as as business colleagues. But even her father is like, you know, for a company that's been around for two months, you're doing a really good job. Continue to do this and you'll 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 see success and he goes on to his next meeting or whatever and Mirene, you know kind of like has like a like you know, a nice small proud moment amongst herself um before she moves on to her next uh task i believe which was going home 
uh, back to yeah. the school. Yeah. And as Delling's getting on a plane, we see um, what's his face, the two, uh, the old guy from Grassley, and then um, the the main the boss of Jatark. And they're like, oh, you know, like let's have some champagne. And the guy's like, I'm not in the mood to drink because basically, earlier in that episode, was it? Uh, I believe it's Sarius. Yeah, Sarius. I, I don't know his name. Yeah, we'll say Sarius. Okay, so Sarius was in front of the um, the committee for um, Benedict Group, uh, Benedict Group, whatever, however it is. Um, yep. And they basically denied that they wanted to like you know strip Gundarm or whatever. Like it's a legitimate company. Let them play out, whatever. And so Jatark is like, you knew that was going to happen. I could have told you that. And he's like, let's drink some champagne. And he's like, I'm not in the mood to drink. And Jatark is like, call it a pre-celebration. We're going to kill Delling. And so he's like, huh? <laughs> and so he, t- uh, what's his name? You just said. Shit, I gotta go back. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Serious. So- <clears throat> Sarius tells uh, Shadik, and we also know by this stage that Shadik isn't literally his biological son. He was uh, adopted as a child, um, and we find out kind of why where that is in a few seconds. But basically, tells her he tells Shadik of what the plan is, and Shadik is like, "Let's do it," and he's like, "If you want, but if it fails, it's on your head, buddy. Don't let me down. Yeah, I won't let you it's, down." It's like basically, <clears throat> don't do anything right now. <laughs> basically and but he acts on his own that's the issue. He yeah he acts on his own and so he contacts a um i guess would you call them like, not bandits um like a group of like assassins like hired guns he basically contacts some hired guns on earth um and it's like a big black dude and like a few other people and they're all yeah, a living, couple of girls yeah and they're living in a busted school in uh in what looks like japan on uh, like a busted like middle school or high school and they have crops and stuff growing and they're like oh shadik wants to talk to you and he's like oh we're gonna hire you to kill them blah 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 and he's like all right well we're not gonna do it unless you secure our ship and secure uh an escape route for when we're done the deed i'm not gonna agree to it until i see the plans okay no problem and as shadik exits the um <clears throat> exits the the conference room that he was making that call in we see the same blue haired girl I, I, again i forget her name um i could probably see if it's on here give me one moment uh gundam 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 uh the girl is also before... nika 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 and uh, before you also, go your point... also before this shadik <laughs> was planting stuff in his head like oh you know it's not real magic with you and Mior- Miorin, right? oh you yeah, know yeah, yeah 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 like she's just using you and yeah, that, that she she's using it to go to get out, basically. Yeah, basically. And so she's like, ah, no, she's not like that. Whatever. So he plays that off. That comes into play momentarily. Yeah, we'll get uh, yeah, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that. But as Shadik is exiting that conference room, we see Nika on the side, and we find out that the man that Shadik hired to be the hired gun is the father figure of Nika because she was also one of those war orphans. And this guy takes in war orphans and stuff. And so he basically sent her over to uh, the school. And so she's really upset because she like overhears what's going on and she knows she's being used by Shadik. But at the same time, it's basically kind of the bidding of her father, who's the father figure on House Earth for that. So she's really, really conflicted right now, which is very interesting storytelling. And so as Ariel is after that conversation with Shadik, she's leaving the um, the nursery because uh, Mirim put her in charge of the nursery while she was on her business trips. We see somebody pop up. And who is that, Matt? Ellen. We see Elon come over and um, Elon is we find out later on isn't the obviously it's not the original Elon. He's dead. He's been killed. And it's not the the twisted Elon, but the guy is almost as twisted as Elon. And he basically he starts seducing. Yeah. Like putting the moves on her. 
And so of course, not to kiss letter, her. doesn't know jack shit about nothing. She's like, ah. Oh. runs away. Yeah. And but then basically repeats the same thing that Shadiq said, like, hey, it's a sham marriage. You know, we should go on a date, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And so she runs away. And um, we see basically the guy's like, oh, well, you know, that didn't go out as planned, but just a little bit more of a push and we'll get to where we need to be. And so and she she starts running towards the greenhouse and she the, sees these two yeah. guys there. And yeah. they tell them to get out, just know who they are. But they were Murins. Murin is back. She hired two two greenhouse attendants, basically. Um, and then she's like, oh, I saw Elon. And Elon said, you know, whatever. And she's like, she's like, he wants to go on a date. She's like, OK, go on a date with him. Huh? Like, yeah, I hired Elon, too. He's got uh, experience with Gundam, and you can't be the only test pilot. And slowly but surely, it starts to creep in the reality of, like, she's not needed. She's not needed. Like, she doesn't care for her in the same way that um, basically basically she just wants to Gundam. Not it's not that she wants to gun them, is that but, she, but basically basically that's all she cares about. So she wants someone to pilot the gundam that can pilot the gundam. She doesn't see the value in Mirin's friendship. And there's basically like a at the beginning of the episode, we see her talk about um wanting as part of her like friendly wish the wish list or whatever to exchange keychains and she wanted to give Mirin a a, a, a brother or sister keychain and she, she like throws she away the keychain, runs away, and she's just extremely upset. And uh, Mirin's just like, yeah, whatever. Oh, by the way, we're getting Ariel back, and you should come because you love your Ariel, and it's been two weeks since you've been without her. So come on with me. But we see her run away. She's upset. And uh, I think that's it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's where yeah. it ended. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Right. Good storytelling. And now we're going on hiatuses because of fucking other. Yeah, so basically. Every so yeah, two weeks. The next, the penultimate, and then two weeks yep. after that is the finale. Mm-hmm. So we'll be done in a month. Hooray! Hooray! All right, uh, Raven the Inner mm-hmm. Palace. Another show I love. I absolutely adore Raven. This is this was a nice one. It's so good. It's again, it's getting deeper too. Yeah, uh, Ryu. Uh, she 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 wears other outfits. <laughs> Ryu. That's her name. The consort. Ryu. Ryu Jujutsu. Jusetsu. Jusetsu. Jusetsu Ryu. Just call it Jusetsu. Concert. <laughs> fine. Call it Raven Concert. That's fine too. I'm going to call it Jusetsu, but you call it Raven Concert because that's what she is. Oh, yeah. Jusetsu, she wears other outfits besides the concert outfit. Well, she's done that throughout the season, though. That's not really anything breaking. Like, if she needs to do investigations and stuff, she'll put on other outfits. Yeah, but right now, this is, right now, this, but yeah, that's what she puts on too. Like, you know what? It actually looks, it suits her. It does. Doesn't do yeah, take it away. Uh, wh- are we starting from just the last episode? Yep, we're gonna go episodes back. I feel like we have to go episodes back, but I don't remember the previous episode. Um, no, we we talked about we talked about that. We, we talked about, about we talked about how how at the end of the episode that uh the woman was cornered and I don't we I don't recall we talked about that where the woman was cornered and gets attacked by a beast and then we find out and they find their dead body at the end of the episode. And that was after, um, I'm trying to remember that ghost story. Was that the, was that the, go- we, did we talk about the ghost story of the, of the boy and the feather? Yes. I feel like we didn't, but okay, whatever. We'll skip. That's fine. We'll skip to the latest episode. All good. So the latest episode, basically, um, word is going around about the murder of the, of the girl. Her throat was ripped out of her, fu- or her, yeah, her throat was ripped out of her neck. And, um, word gets to Jusetsu. Jusetsu is like, Hmm, 
like interesting and starts asking like different questions. Nobody could really give an answer. Just that the woman was an attend was one of the uh, ladies in waiting at the magpie uh, palace. And so she's like, okay, well, interesting. And so she sends one of the eunuchs over to go investigate at the magpie palace. And so she basically dresses in a eunuch outfit. She goes over to see uh, the minister of works. And when she goes to see the minister of works, so she can hear more stories about, um, about her, her mentor, Lin Yang, um we see the emperor there and the emperor and the and the minister are playing a game of go um which is like chinese checkers basically something of that sort and so um she's like oh did you play chinese checkers um and she's like yeah you know lin yang taught me um and she always whooped my ass and so uh the minister works like you want to go with the emperor and they're like no 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 and the emperor is like oh like i'll give you a five stone uh a five stone uh what's it called uh uh ah, what uh what's it called what's that word um like advantage um uh i don't remember the word but basically a five stone advantage and she's like i don't need that and she's like i'll take a three stone like okay and she basically told her like do your worst and he whoops her ass and she's upset because she's a sore loser that's um, right in that game that's right yeah 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 and basically she's like i'm never gonna play with you again blah 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 and he's like oh that'll make me sad and then he's like, "Will this make you feel better?" And gives her fucking candy, of course. And she's like, "Oh, why you always feed me?" And she's like, "You're not gonna eat none." And he goes, "No, these are for you." And he's like, "Well, I don't mind sharing them with you." She's like, "All right, well then, let's have them as friends." And they sit down, they eat the little candies, they talk about how their mothers would basically give them these candies when they were younger, and it's a very nice moment between them. She's like, "By the way, do you know about the the murder?" He goes, "Yeah," and he's like, "Do you know her name?" And he goes, "No." And his personal eunuch—I forget his name—but it was like, "Oh, it's so and so." Again, these names are because they're Chinese names; they're really difficult, so we're not going to try and butcher them. Um, so basically, yeah, also, also, it was because of the essence they had, like the sense. No, I was going to get into that. That's how she puts okay. the pieces together. That's how she puts the pieces together. Gotcha. So. Okay. Like, oh, like it's this name. Okay, interesting. And it came from the Magpie House. Okay. And then they're like, oh, how is the Magpie Consort? Like, oh, she's still bedridden. And then uh the Emperor is like, Yeah, her her brother fell from a horse and died, and she's been extremely grief-stricken and has been in bed ever since then. And she goes, Does she burn a lot of this incense, which you just mentioned? And he goes, Yeah, in mourning. And she's like, the lady and she puts two and two together and was like the lady that visited her that dropped the shawl um a few episodes ago that was asking to basically raise raise the dead uh, and she's like i can't do that that was the magpie consort dressed as a as a as a lady in waiting instead of the consort herself and she's like hmm and so after the, the her eunuch gets back with the investigation they're like oh we found out like you know so and so is there like she's you know she's bedridden blah 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 and she's also taken interest in one particular eunuch who's always with her at all times and she had the 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 mute lady uh draw her because she's a really good draw, draw him rather and is because she's a really good drawer and it's the owl and jusetsu immediately starts shaking and she's like she wants to go and like investigate herself but she's like no she sends the eunuch back she's like continue the investigation don't push too deep come back by nightfall so it's around nightfall he's still investigating when the owl finds him and we presume knocks him unconscious we don't know if he's dead yet but basically knocks him unconscious she doesn't he doesn't come back by nightfall jusetsu's worried jusetsu runs after him and so does uh, juju juju runs after her and Jusetsu falls, and Juju's there to pick her up. 
And around that time, the, the emperor, of course, happens to be making just a random walk, finds them and asks if she's OK. And Jusetsu starts to come clean. Oh, and I skipped the part before we get to what uh, she comes clean about. Um, as the emperor was leaving for whatever errands he had to run, the minister realizes like there's feelings between uh, the emperor and Jusetsu and was like, you know, love will lead you astray. It basically gives her an ominous warning. Love will lead yep. you astray. Um, and you know, when you are some basically telling her like, yo, like you're, you're, you're becoming weak basically is what he said. And that's what Jusetsu realizes because throughout the rest of the episode, she, and in the previous episode as well, she starts realizing like the company that's around her before it was always solace being alone and having yeah, no, she's not, she's not, she's not used to this and she's not used to it. And now she's got a lady in waiting. She's got two or three eunuchs as well and she's got attendance um with the mute woman and somebody else and is befriending the emperor yeah and is befriending the emperor and so when she comes clean to the emperor she's like you know um like hey like uh i told the eunuch to go investigate for me and um the guy he's investigating is uh someone who's out to kill me and i feel helpless because it should have been me to investigate i shouldn't have sent him out and i'm, I'm becoming weak and the emperor to his credit was like you know you have to realize you're a 16 year old girl like, you know, it's okay to be weak. It's okay to depend on others um, because that's what friends are there for to do. And she gets upset and everyone's crying like Jusetsu and the boy are crying. And she's like, you're going to the Magpie house and uh, Magpie Palace. And she's like, yeah. And so the emperor is like, I'll accompany you. And so they go to the Magpie ha- Palace. They de- the emperor, de- the emperor's eunuch demands they open the door. They lead her to the, uh, the Magpie uh, uh, escort not escort um consort the magpie consort's bedroom there's a strong sense of incense and there's a strong sense of something else and normally when there's a strong sense of something else it's blood and so as the curtain opens when you see the magpie uh the magpie consort all disheveled the curtain opens further the owl is next to her and the owl lets a sinister grin to end the episode so i can't wait cannot wait there's gonna be blood oh yeah and there's gonna be be revelations and i think i missed another piece as well because i didn't write this in my uh in my summary of it when i wrote about it the other day and that um basically she they people both the emperor not both i'm sorry just the emperor the emperor as he's talking to the minister says um jusetsu was chosen when she was 14 or i'm sorry when was uh liniang chosen like oh when she was uh 14 like oh that's kind of late jusetsu was chosen when she was six um right to be the next uh raven consort they're like yep she ascended to the uh, which is pretty wild when you think about it considering how old she looked she ascended to the throne or to the to the to the consort level at 22 and every eight years basically once you once you appoint a official uh, replacement you get eight more years and you die after that time so she died around 30 years old jusetsu took the throne at 16 in theory that would leave her until she's 22 i'm sorry she took the throne at 14 yep and so that would leave her until she's uh yeah 22 sorry yeah so 22 um and so she's only got six more years to live based off of this and the emperor is very concerned because he really wants to break that curse that spell that 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 demon uh, of the raven within her um and so that's a very telling piece as well from that standpoint so all righty moving on and the best me the best ed outside of the chainsaw eds it's the best ed of the season for me agreed all right uzaki we got a flashback episode (laughs) yes we do 
Yeah, uh, Ozaki's just reminiscing to fucking uh, Amy and Itsuhito. Yeah. About their junior. Sakaki, yeah. Yep. Sakaki. 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 Yes. No, no, no. He's a chad. (laughs) But no, basically, like, uh, basically in the junior years of uh, the original swimming days. And basically, it's kind of like a reminiscence down memory lane of what attracted. Well, it's not a reminiscence down memory lane. It's basically like, what was Senpai like in high school? That's how the previous episode Yeah, ended. but at the same time, then, it's like, oh, it's like as she's talking. You... Yeah, they're drinking, and it's a flashback episode, yeah. Peace yeah, and, and, and on the other side is Sakurai taking care of her now baby sister. We didn't go over this. We got to go back to the previous episode. We didn't we do. go over that. okay. We, we didn't do. go back. So basically, Sakurai goes back home after two years, and yeah. they're like, "Well, why does Senpai live alone?" Um, because basically, um, well, we can go back. Basically, Ozaki wants to take the lead. She brings over a scary movie. She's too scared to leave. She spends the night, and then Sakurai gets a phone call. It ends up being his father. His father happens to hear that there's a woman in the house, and he's like, "Oh, you finally have a woman in the house. Good. Just don't yep. go, go too crazy." And um, basically, we find out later on, like, "Oh, we're gonna go to drinks. Where's Senpai? Senpai had to go home. Senpai returned home for the first time in two years. Senpai sees his mother, greets his mother, and yep. is like, "Oh, are you babysitting?" He's like, "No, this is your baby sister." He's like, "Huh?" And he's like, "You didn't know you had a baby sister?" He goes, "No." He's like, "Your father was supposed to tell you, huh?" And what? They- yeah. Not- they- yeah, and they explain why they kicked him out to go to school and live alone so they, they could have sex. So they could keep fucking like they were newlyweds. And he's like, oh, yeah, and I just didn't tell you, so you didn't come home. So every year, I just deflected. Like, oh, I told him. He just didn't want to come home when he never contacted him in the first place. A piece of shit. <laughs> piece of shit dad for real. Worst dad of the season. I was like, wow. Worst dad of the season. And so, but, you know, they regardless. Oh, yeah. It's a funny yeah. scene regardless between them. And then they start drinking. And then the end of that episode, as we mentioned, is what was uh, yeah. Sakurai like in high school? And yeah. so then and you then get the flash forward yeah. episode. Swimming uh, club. Yeah, swimming Sakurai club. Yep. Te- yep. Uh, Sakurai's mm-hmm. showing her how to swim. Like, you're mm-hmm. doing it wrong. You're just mm-hmm. pollution. It's just, mm-hmm. you go- it's the hand motions, the movements. <laughs> She's dumb. Like I understood exactly. Like you're doing, you're doing sploosh. You got, oh no, you're doing. You have to do sploosh. You're doing splat. Don't do splu. Don't do splat. Do sploosh. Yeah, basically, be graceful with your movements. If yeah, you can, you can hear it specifically. Like you know, you're basically like you're slamming down with your arms. Yeah, you're right? slamming down. You have to be more graceful. You have to be more smooth with it. And but he only knows in fucking in swimming terms. And she's like, he's like, do you understand? He goes, I'm sorry. She's like, I don't. I don't understand what the fuck you're talking about. And so afterwards, they reminisce and they're like, oh, you know, this is the third time you're teaching me. And, you know, it ends up basically we see the first spark between them way back when in high school. Um, and it's very nice. And yeah, we fra- basically, basically what fracted her. Yeah. And so Ami is drooling because she's thinking of, of naked senpai because she's a pervert. Well, well, she's also drunk, <laughs> and she and well, they're all drunk, yeah. Yeah, they're all well, like she's, she's like she's like passed out drunk. While no, she's well, not passed out. She looked passed out. She just no, she was drooling. She was daydreaming, listening to the story. Oh, I thought, I, yeah, I thought, I thought her head was on the table. No, it was like in her okay. hands, and she's like, hmm, okay. like a creep. That's a, that sounds like right. a total creep. Anyway, so um, we flash forward uh, again, and we see basically uh, Ami. Uh, Sakaki gets them a cab. They drop off Uzaki at home. Uzaki's super shit faced, but she's not throwing up like the last time she got super shit faced. Yeah. And she, um, they're talking, whatever. And I'm very curious because basically, um, 
what's her son? Uh, Yanagi. Yanagi goes over to, to, to Ami and was like, oh, any developments? Yeah, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, hey, I want to try something. And it cuts that scene off. And it's like, oh, what does she want to try? It'll be interesting. And so we flash over to, uh, to Sakurai at yeah. home. And his father and him uh, do kendo. And apparently, oh, not kendo. Um, Akita. Judo. Judo, sorry. Judo. They do judo. And um, because basically his father is a judo instructor, like a, a head a judo instructor. And he's like, why are you wearing an Aikido skirt? And he's like, oh, we just started these this year. He's like, you want your own? And he's like, yeah, I'm a little jealous. I want one, which is funny. But then he's like, all right, I have a proposition for you. Um, if you slam me once in the next 10 slams, I won't ask you about your about your girlfriend. If you get slammed by me 10 times in a row without slamming me, I'm going to make you spill all the beans. And throughout them grabbing and fighting, he starts slowly like opening up to his father anyway about circumstances yeah. or whatever. And basically his father realizes immediately like, oh, my son is fucking worthless. Like he should be making the move. Like she wants you to make the move. You're a fucking moron. Go make the fucking move. Make the move before people start talking shit about her because she may be a whore because you're too stupid to fucking make the move on her. Yeah, because like someone else will sweep her, will sweep her up. <laughs> yeah, or they're going to talk shit and be like, "Oh, she fucking stays with this guy, but they're not together. What a fucking slut!" And he loses connection again. Jesus Christ. Anyway, so um, right as that happens, basically, um, the mother had made dinner. His mother had made dinner and is pissed off that they're over here sweating and talking shit. And so he, ba- she basically comes in, and she's also a instructor. I'm sorry, high level um, judo, and she slams the both of them, and apparently she's stronger than the father. And just like you guys smell, both of you go take a bath now. Now I have to reheat the food. Ugh, angry mother. And yep. we see Sakurai thinking about the stuff that his father said, and then his father comes in and is like, "Let's take a bath, son. You and me." And he's got his huge dangling cock there, like, "Oh my god, what the fuck are you doing?" So the whole hat, the whole family's packing. Yeah, the whole family's hung. Whole ham, well, not obviously yeah. the mother and the, the little baby girl, but you know. In any case, but yeah. but um, then... at the end of the at the end of that, we basically see, and it's kind of we don't see it immediately, but we see it uh, toward the end of the episode. His father tells him as he's leaving, "Make sure you do it right," and that sticks with Sakurai. And the mother asks, "What did you tell him?" And she goes, "It's our secret," and he walks away. Um, and so this notion of make sure you do it right sticks with sakurai as he's at work and we get a, a, a visit from a couple people matt who do we get a visit from at work was it the hana family yeah no. it was the father the, it was the father we get fujiro yeah. and then the bald guy who works out yeah we get the gym we get we get the gym crew <laughs> gym crew shows up and it was like wow we heard sakurai worked at a at a cafe but didn't expect it to be your cafe and we find out that the ball gym buddy is actually really close friends yeah. with the uh with the master and he sells the master i believe uh, bread um his company sells him bread uh to that he sells at the store and he's like oh i haven't been here in years but you know yeah we're close and so they start having this conversation and each of them gives sakurai some decent advice and the master basically gives him the best advice of it all and says listen you have a problem you need to solve it how you solve it is completely up to you but the key is to solve your problem otherwise you're never going to get nowhere and he's like, wow, that makes so much sense. And even Sakaki is like, wow, master, like what happened to your like policy of not interfering? And he's like, oh, you know, it's okay once in a while to give, you know, just a little nudge. And she's like, I can't lie. You know, that even made me emotional. Like, wow, that makes so much sense. And so Sakurai leaves the shop after the day. Like, everything's good. He sees Uzaki the next day. And he's like, hey, I'm going to thank her for everything she does. And the first thing Uzaki does, Matt, is... 
be fucking annoying. Shits on him, annoys him. He's like, he what? Like, why didn't you invite me to Christmas? Like, why? Didn't you... Yeah, and she's like, oh, you know, hey, why don't we spend Christmas together? I got invited to a Christmas party, but I'm willing to ditch them so I could be with my loser loner senpai. And Sakurai the whole time is like, I hate this bitch. I hate this bitch. Why did I ever try to be nice? Fuck this bitch. Yep. Uh, yep. So, it's like, so it's like, have you tried being less annoying <laughs> and yeah basically and you see sakaki in the background like i can't believe these two are so fucking stupid with each other and credits all right but least- i like the way, i like the flash forward from episode one and now it's gonna pay off as we get to the last two episodes and this episode felt much like season one of uzaki <laughs> yeah it did which was great so, yeah that was nice let's uh move on now one of the better episodes, yep. merry couple it's so good we had a beach episode. We did. It's so good. Uh, and well, the cameraman. <laughs> we got it. Well, you got it again. We're doing two episodes. You got to go back. The only critical part is of that is basically, um, what's it called? Everybody basically gets jobs at the beach over the summer. And uh, what's it called? Um, Jiro. I'm sorry. Um, Shior, like no, we, not sorry. Akari. Akari. No, I feel like we talked about. That. I don't. We thought it's about the swimsuit and. Specialty. We, yeah, we talked about the, we talked about the swimsuit. I don't recall. I don't think we did, dude. I I assure you, I don't think we did. All right. So again, it's just a brief glance over. But basically, she gets a she gets two swimsuits. She gets uh, one swimsuit that we don't know, and she gets a really sexy revealing swimsuit. And he she asks Jiro like, "What do you think of the swimsuit?" And he's like, "I think you're showing too much." And she's like, "Okay, I hear you. So this will be the swimsuit that I wear with you." And he's like, yeah, okay, whatever, whatever. And, you know, again, the episode is full of, like, cute moments between everybody. Um, as we continue to see uh, the other development, basically, is May continuing to, like, not know how to deal with her best friend who she loves but knows that she can't be with because she loves the other guy. Um, and so we get to the beach episode now. Everybody and their mother is there. Everybody in the crew happens to have the same job working together. And um, it is very, very suggestive, Matt. The entire episode. Yeah, especially fucking Shiori. Yeah, (laughs) When they were were building... First is when they were building the sandcastle. No. First is when they freaking are in the... In the... In the the kitchen and they're making cake. Oh, that's right. Yes. And I... She's so descriptive. It's like literally watching a hentai. Yeah. Right there. Little softer. Yeah, no, no, no. You're not, you're not you're not you're not squeezing hard enough. There you go. Let it out slowly. Let it out. And yeah, she, she right there. And, and Jiro gets fucking nervous. Squirts the ice cake all over her face. Yeah. It looks like cum. And she's like, "You gotta be more careful." <laughs> careful. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I like it. I like the way it tastes. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. And as she, there's a piece that she missed. Uh, uh, Jiro goes over to her face, touches her face very gently, wipes the cream off her face, the makeshift jizz, wipes it off her face, and they both start leaning in, start leaning in, start leaning in, and Shiori opens her eyes briefly because she's facing the door, and we see the two girls from fucking Akari's crew staring in the door. She, They both freak out, and they're like, oh, sorry to disturb you, you know, whatever. Like, we'll just skip it, whatever. And they're too embarrassed. And that ends that. But she already basically is proud of herself. She's like, I made a little bit of headway, even if it was just a tiny bit, which is very nice. Yeah. And that was one of the other critical pieces of that other episode. Okay. So we get the beach episode. We see Akari in her swimsuit. It's a one piece. And everyone's like, oh, it's very surprising considering Akari dresses so risque all the time. 
Yeah, but so, then uh, yeah, Jiro realizes. Yeah, the the one she showed. No, her. he doesn't realize that till afterwards, and we'll get to where, when he okay. realizes that. But basically, the episode consists of um, they go to get uh, what's it called crepes for everybody, and there's a couple's discount on crepes um, and uh, free uh, uh, upgrade to large crepes. So they get the crepes, or Jiro gets the crepes. As he goes to get the crepes, these guys start to hit on yeah these on, these, be, these uh, beach hunks are like hitting on Akari. Yeah, has, a, has an arm around her. It's like, oh yeah, is it, are you with her? Yeah, she won't share her name or anything. You see yeah, Akari and, actually being yeah. scared, and yeah, and Akari's like. So basically, Jiro's too nervous, and they're like, "Oh, are you trying to get after her, dude? We saw her first. And yeah, he's like, so "No, he's, it's not that." And he so grabs he, her, and it's like, "We're not boyfriend girlfriend. We're married." And he's—they're like, "What? Oh my god, fuck! So sorry, dude. Congratulations later." And yep. what's it called? Akari's like, "Oh, that was so like she's embarrassed, but she's like that was so hot the way you saved me." And Jiro's like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." And it pisses so she ruined off it. <laughs> yep, you ruined it. I can't believe you, but she's still flustered, and so they get their crepes. Everything is good. Um, they get out the well, they go into the bathhouse, and the scene focuses on the girl's bathhouse. And the girl's bathhouse, they're talking about love. Um, the blonde girl, yeah, yeah Akari's crew, yeah, one a little whore. And, um, yeah, basically, basically, the guy is gonna control this girl, like, hey, you yeah. need to lose weight, type, type of thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, ooh, that's such yeah. a no no, <laughs> yeah. She's like, when I do him, I have to think about these things. Like I can't believe it. Yeah. I'm like, so so uh, May just goes to them. Like, hey, we can hear you. you know, like, yeah. Why don't you come join us then? Yeah. Why? Don't yeah. We, please, inter- please, let's talk. And they're embarrassed, <laughs> but May actually gives really solid advice on how you should deal with like relationships in general. And obviously, I, I'm sure they know she's gay or whatever, but. You know, she still gives really solid advice. They appreciate her advice. And again, with the fan service, they're all naked. You don't see nipples, but you see bare ass. Um, and it's pretty glorious. And, to see. And, but, and upper chest, yeah. Yeah, but then we get a moment between Shiori and Akari. And they're like, you know, I'm not, you know, they have like just a nice, like kind of chill moment amongst each other. And they're both thinking of Jiro. Like, I wonder what Jiro would have done. I wonder what Jiro would have said. And they neither of them obviously know that because they can't read minds, but they're both thinking of Jiro at this time. So Akari gets out the gets out the bath, sees Jiro there, and Jiro's like, oh, "I'm sunburned." And Akari's like, "Well, sit down. Let me put the the cream on you." And they're like, and Jiro basically is really self conscious of Akari because he's a loser and Akari's not. And they're like, "Oh, like I don't want anybody to say anything about you. I don't want you to you to be embarrassed." And Akari thinks he's talking about himself, and no, he's being self conscious about Akari's image because she's a cool girl, and Akari. You know, Jiro is such a moron because Akari is basically telling her, like, I don't care what anybody says about you and I, I who I spend my time I, with. But it's also the same time, with. Akari likes to switch her personality back and forth. She does. She's inconsistent, which is a fair assessment for sure. But basically, you know, she's like, I want to get the Jiro that I get at home. And Jiro's like, well, we're not you know, officially together. We're not doing the practical. And she's like, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, like this is what I've grown accustomed to with you. I want to continue that. You're so cold. Like you act like I'm just a convenience, like not somebody you genuinely care about and you know, whatever. And so he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He, she gets pissed off again. I'm sorry. And then as she's leaving with her friend after they made Jiro buy them juice and fucking soda, um, she texts Jiro and is like beach house, 10 minutes now, angry emoji. And yep, he looks like, over at a car. car. He's got, got a death glare like you better fucking show up and so um they show up and uh, coincidentally everyone's like oh well where did jiro and akari go and then shiori and may are like well let's go out too you know not realizing jiro and akari are gone but um so they go out on their on their thing and then we see jiro and akari at the beach house akari begins to strip 
and Akari is wearing the bathing suit. Jiro she realizes said, that she said, "Yeah, yeah, only, it's only just you can see for you." It. And Jiro realizes, "Holy shit, she was being serious." And yeah, I didn't expect that either. I expected it, but still, the way it was really sexy the way they did it. But um, you know, again, uh, the basically Jiro's like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry," and Akari's like, "You always apologize. You don't even know why I'm mad. You don't even know what you're apologizing for. Don't apologize for everything. Not everything is your fault or anybody's fault." And he's like, I'm uh, okay. Like he, he he has to correct that because his natural instinct as yeah. a loser is saying, I'm sorry. But then basically, Akari continues to pour out her feelings to her and to him is basically like, you know, like you're cold, like I, I you know, like what's going on here, like you know, da da da. Like basically, again, like trying to confirm feelings amongst each other. And at that moment, as she's sitting there in that sexy swimsuit, May and exactly. Shiori come over. They well, end up well, before that. She's like, look at me, look at me, David. Yeah, look, look at, at the mountains hitting. Yeah, seriously. And we continue that in a little bit. So May and Shiori come over. They sit in the bench that they were at. And basically Shiori, I'm sorry, uh, Kari and Jiro hide in like a cupboard in the in like this lighthouse, basically, or in this uh, lifeguard house, lifeguard tower. And they're really close to each other. And basically they're trying not to get caught. They're trying not to get caught. And eventually, you know, they almost get caught. But um, they don't because basically May's like, oh, it's a ghost. And they're like, oh, what if it really was a ghost when they hear them fussling around? But basically over that over the time that they were together you know again they're really hot they're close fucking akari's got her legs open and jiro you know starts to look at her and they start having like you know again a a kind of a serious conversation whispering amongst each other and jiro for the first time in the series loses his cool and not in like an angry way but in a sexual way like you know, she he's like he's panting, he's hot. He leans on her more. Jiro's like, oh, what's Kari's like? Oh, dude, move your knee. And Jiro's like, that's not my knee. And Akari's like, what? And she looks down. We don't ever see the boner, but he's got a boner. And Akari's like, is that because you saw me? And he's like, you told me to look at you. And she's, she's flustered. like, I didn't mean it, but yeah, she's really flustered by it. Um, but in a way, she's happy. Like you know, Jiro sees her as a woman. And they're like, once May and uh, Shiori leave, they're like, okay, we can get out. And Jiro's not moving. Jiro's not moving. Jiro collapses on her. And Jiro has heat stroke. Yeah. Because they were in that cramped space for too long. And it's a hot summer night in Japan. And they get really hot in Japan Mm -hmm. in the nighttime. So um, they end up taking him to back to the to the hotel. Um, They give him water, stuff like that. He apologizes for everything again. And um, I believe she already said, or, I'm sorry, Akari said something slick or whatever. And then that was the end of the episode. Yeah, I forgot what she said. But... Regardless, I love it. I love it. Yeah, the, the tension nice. is really good. And the conflicting feelings is really relatable, I suppose, too, you know, from various All perspectives. All right. We got eight more to go. Jesus Christ, bananas. All right, let's go. Spy Family. You take this one. I actually like these last couple episodes. I like them. I, I did and didn't. Okay. Tell me why. Oh, first we get Fiona back. I'm happy for it. I love Fiona. Yep. Yep. And we get they have a lead for this thing, and they yeah. have to do it in terms of a tennis competition. Yeah. Basically, they need to retrieve a uh, a dossier that contains potentially war, like damning evidence between the but East it's, and but, it, but yeah, but it's in a it's in a painting. Yeah. So there's a code in a painting that'll let you so, know where the so dossier basically, is. And it's the thing that there's a tennis competition. If you win, you get. Any that art piece Peyton. you want. No, you get any art piece you want from the collectors. Okay. Uh, from the collector's collection, yeah, including and, that piece. 
And they're like, we yeah. have to win this trophy back before the secret police call him and let him know that they need that that yeah, item. But, blah, 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 blah. but they find out it's a it's a couple's tennis type thing. It's a couple's tennis. Yep, a couple's tennis. So tennis. Lloyd and Fiona. Well, it's doubles officially, not couples, because they're the only couple. Really. But I'm saying, but I'm saying, but yeah, more like that type of thing. Then yeah, it's and you and and you are sucks at tennis. Your sucks at tennis, so Fiona and them have to do the competition. And no, actually, no, it's not that he was going to pick your. It's that he was training himself to play tennis because he didn't really know how to play tennis yeah. very well. But I'm saying, more, like, like yeah, I'm pretty sure he probably could have, but again, it was rather have another ed- agent. Yeah, yeah, your and Anya were like they they end up getting into tennis, but it was basically always the mission between Fiona and and uh, and Twilight and uh, Lloyd. And, anyway, and, and your talks about wanting to kill her a little bit, yeah. <laughs> it's there like oh well and then Anya had to like have her like hey no no get out of here <laughs> basically and so uh, the tournament begins and they play in succession two former pros yep guys on super steroids uh some other random group that they yeah got. and then they go to the finals where it's like this it's the, popular the- Best best duo tennis players. No, and no, they're the uh, they're the son and daughter of the of right. The okay, player. and basically they're insured to win. Everybody's betting on them, um, so they have to win. So they have to win, and basically uh, they rig the entire game like various fucking steps. Like special special tennis tennis rackets. Special tennis racket, which is legal. All this stuff is kind of legal, basically. It's like anything goes underground tournament, which is funny considering like you think it's like an underground fight club. No, it's an underground tennis club. Yep. And so, so they have all this, but, uh, but apparently Lloyd and Fiona didn't get that memos. Yeah. But uh, basically they're basically trying to outmaneuver around all these. It's the, it's even like the ground, the tennis court ground. Yeah, like, tennis ground is moving. There's air on the net. The nets are going up and down. There's fucking snipers shooting rubber bullets. Yeah. They, they, before the, the, the final match even began, they got put in a special room where fucking toxic gas that was supposed to like uh, fuck their nerves up. Like some special nerve gas was yeah. pumped into it and affected them very briefly early on, where they lost the first set because of it. Like, and all of a sudden they're like, they were telling them like they're like, oh, boy was drunk, <laughs> yeah, a hangover, and he's still doing this. <laughs> he's playing with a hangover. Oh my god! But basically, yeah. So all of that has happened, but uh, they don't catch on fully to like this current episode, and uh, that now they're they're understanding the patterns of everything. Yep. So now all these plans are just failing. Yep. And now it's got to the point where Lloyd and Lloyd wins. <laughs> yep, Lloyd and Fiona win. They but... get winning, but unfortunately the secret police called a few minutes before they won and or uh, sorry, literally the second after they won, they called and they're like, well, "Okay, well we want this painting." Like, "Oh, well unfortunately that's the one item we can't. It's in the catalog." we can't give it to you unfortunately. And they over here over the course of time like, "Hey, you know, they'll be here in 10 minutes." Um, you know, we got to do this quick. And so they're like, where's Lloyd? Like, oh, he's still hung over. He went to go lay down. Okay. And so they're like, all right, well, you have options if we can't have the painting that you would suggest. And she's like, yeah, you can have some of these. And so they go to look at them. And a man is like, you know, hurry up, get the painting. And he's like, oh, we just want to make sure that the painting is okay. And she takes the frame, opens the frame, and yeah. does something with the frame. And that's that. And so um, the secret police come. They give him the frame. Everything is good. And so um, they escort Fiona out. Um, this agent who says, like, hey, I'm going to go escort uh, Mrs. Fiona out. Okay, no problem. 
no problem, whatever. Like, oh, you know, see if they'll get, get they'll play with us again. And Fiona's like, oh, maybe we should play for them again. And Lloyd's like, nah, it takes off the disguise. The secret agent was Lloyd. Yeah. Lloyd switched out the painting for a fake and got the real code. They found the little code in there. And all's well that ends well from that standpoint. Um, he it tells Fiona, like, hey, drop me off here. We don't want to be suspicious. Okay. And Fiona yeah. the whole time is upset, like, I'm going to kill this woman. Like, I'm, I'm the best wife. That, I, that, it got to the point you. where she got out as, like, you, housewife. No. Housewife, Before you get there, he dropped her off at the park thinking, like, oh, we don't want to be suspicious. And uh, Anya and, uh, and, uh, and Yor are practicing tennis at the park. Had yeah. he got dropped off at the fucking home, none of what happened would have happened. And yeah. so Fiona takes it upon herself, like, you, fight me. Yeah, basically. And, and then Yor said okay, because yep. that was that was like she wants to prove herself in front of Lloyd. Yeah. So uh so she's like she's ready, she's focused, she's hyped up, throws the ball. We thought she missed, <laughs> but no, it's, the ball is just sliced to fucking billions of pieces. And fucking Fiona under her face is like, huh? Huh? Nah. <laughs> what? And, and she's so, like, she's like, she's like feeling sorry for the balls. Like, oh no! Yeah, yours like I gotta go 100, percent but stop at the very end. And she does, and sends a whole comet. Yeah, towards fuck, Fiona. They do, went, fuck, balls, they do a dragon she went, ball. Fuck, she went fucking Kamehameha. She went Kamehameha with the thing. They see Fiona get fucking blown away. She free. She is able to deflect the able to deflect the ball, but her racket shatters. The ball yeah. goes into a tree and leaves a fucking crate in the tree. Crater. Yeah, crater basically, it's like basically my love for Lloyd will help me fight deflect this back and nope. So humiliated. She's like, I'm leaving. <laughs> you win. You're better than me this time. And she drives away all fast. And you see her in the car and she's bawling, crying. Like, I can't believe I lost. She's better than me. I'm nothing. Man. And Lloyd's like, what the fuck? <sighs> and the Anya's is like, good. <laughs> yeah, Anya's good. And did you, so, see the, did you see the after credit? Uh, there's an after credit that wasn't, yeah. Uh, that was a, the, when they talk about the dossier, that wasn't an after credit. That was like, no, credit. no, it was an Fiona, Fiona's practice. No, I didn't see that. No, she went hiding in the mountains with a giant club practicing her space. I didn't see it. I they because they yeah. said that the end of the episode is basically, um, Lloyd asks, Where's Fiona? and they're like, Oh, she's in the mountains right now practicing her serve. Okay, and yeah, so they're like, oh, Did you get the dossier? Yeah, here's the dossier. The code was really easy to crack. They open the dossier, and a dossier isn't a uh, secrets of the East and West. It's pictures of young-looking girls in plays, and apparently the uh, the former general loved seeing these these uh, theater plays, and was like he used to basically obsess over it, take creepy pictures of them, and his wife is like, dude, like you're creepy, fucking burn those shits. But rather than burn them, he put them in an underground bunker. And wrote in the dossier where it was, and that's what they were. And everyone's like, "It's creepy," but then one of the guys is like, "It's still beautiful. These are beautiful pictures. It's a beautiful thing for theater." And Lloyd is pissed off. He's like, "I can't believe I fucking sacrificed and went through so much just to get pictures of these girls." And um, at the end, as he puts the book down, he sees a uh, a family picture, and uh, uh, what's it called? The handler is like, "Yeah, you know, through the very end." He was a family man. He, you know, he cared about his family so much and he didn't want to hurt them in any way despite having the secret. And Lloyd is like, it must be hard being a family man and hiding secrets, huh? And that's how the episode ends before this apparent after credit that I missed. 
Yep, the Fiona just in the, you see her practicing the swing, like I'll get you next night type of thing. Mm-hmm. And she was like very eager, but uh, yeah, basically after all that, it's like man, that whole two episodes was a fucking waste. Then mm-hmm. that's why I didn't like it. Like, like it was cool, but at the same time, it was just a giant fucking waste. Yeah, in essence, but I mean, they tried. That's basically part of the the comedy of the show. Like you know, like when you think it's one thing, nope, it's another thing completely different. And comments to this, but other instances not so much. I didn't mind them though. I thought they were entertaining again because they didn't. There was it wasn't an Anya centric fucking episode. Any episodes that aren't Anya centric episodes, I enjoy far more than when they're Anya centric. That's just me because I don't like Anya. It's funny because I get the Uniqlo ads for, and I love buying Uniqlo anime shirts. And they have Spy Family. And the very first time I saw it, I was like, I'm gonna get it. And I was like, Why? I don't even like Spy Family. What? Why am I fucking fronting? Nope, didn't get them. Morph. Uh, Morph. Yes. All right, moving on. Uh, Bochi the Rock. Hilarious. You know, Homegirl yeah. was watching it with me, and Homegirl's like, I really like her social distress. And I was like, they really write it really funny. Yeah, they, they handled it very fucking well. <laughs> they do handle it very fucking well. And fucking... Uh, basically, it's... Are we, are we just going to talk about Karen or this one, or should we talk about... Are we going to talk about what? I'm sorry? Are we talking about the current episodes? Uh, Bochi the Rock. Uh... What happened in the previous episode? Was the pre- the previous episode was did we it was talk the about the summer break? It was about the escalator. That was this episode, was it not? That was last week. Ah, um, basically we, we could recap it really slowly. Basically, basically, but- basically summer summer break after everything they go. Did, to did we talk thing. about the performance? We did. We did do that performance. We did. We did do the performance. Okay, yeah. They did yeah, the yeah. That was, yeah, that was when we came back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. So the next episode, basically, they go on summer break, and uh, Bochi really wanted to hang out with the girls, and none of them invited her to hang out. It's the final day of summer break, and she's all depressed and mopey, and they're like, why is she so depressed and mopey? They're like, oh, did you guys hang out at all during summer break? Like, no, I was busy. No, I didn't want to do anything. No, I thought one of you guys. Like, nope, nobody invited her. Nobody invited her out. Yeah, like God, you guys are horrible people. Horrible people. So they do that, and we get a we get a fucking Yamcha reference. Yeah, that was funny. But the the seagulls, the birds attacking her. She just pulls the Yamcha laying down, <laughs> and fucking Kita's extrovert energy is surreal. <laughs> yeah, it affected everyone. That's the point. Like, oh, well, let's climb the str- let's climb to the straw. Let's climb up all the stairs. And everyone just wants the escalator. Yep. And, but no, the fact that she was just too adorable and her high energy is like, fine. And they're all dying as they get up. Shaking my head. And they're like, no, we're doing this. Fuck you. We're doing the, we're doing the fucking escalator. Yep. But at, at the end, of the, and then as they were taking a selfie, they were happy until a couple was being loving them behind her. Like, fuck this. Nah. This is the worst thing. <laughs> But no, then add to the fact, like, yeah, Bochi had a really hot, really fun time. So that was nice. Mm-hmm. Now, now this episode. Basically, of course, school festival. They want to know what to do. What's their theme? Is it a hard house? Is it a May Cafe? You know, the same mm-hmm. two tropes. Of course. Of course. It's always that. If not, you failed as a slice of life anime. Basically. Basically, yeah. Uh, basically, and then uh, one of them talked about, hey, we have a sign-up sheet for uh, performances. Mm-hmm. If you want to perform for the thing, yep. come on down, basically. Come on down. So Bochi debates on that like just by herself. Like she doesn't tell the bandmates or anything. She tells the sister. Yep. I talk about what's going on and all this, how she feels. 
Yeah. They'd be like, it's like I want to do it, like I want to do that for the school, but I feel like I feel like they would say it's like it's beneath them type of thing. Mm-hmm. And they got to the point where they come in and say, "Oh, yeah, oh yeah, Bochi wants to do this." Like, oh, we should definitely do it. No, well, you forgot to mention that Bochi gave herself a concussion and passed out with the sheet. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bochi's like, "Why did I spill this out?" Oh my god! And she fucking, was- like slams her face on the ground like five times and then. Well, I was getting to that. I was, was, was going to get to that. Because like, it, happen, it happens after. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, yeah, she filled it out. Back. Yeah, she filled it out. And she's yeah. about, she's at, she's, at, she's at the room. She's like, it's in front of the door where the drop-up box is. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, right now, type of thing. And then she fucking slips. And then, yeah, then she's passed out. Uh, Kita visits her. Mm-hmm. And then Bochi's like, shit, I can't let her see the paper. Because she didn't tell her. Yep. So I got to the point where, like, oh, it's, it's in the trash type of thing. Like, I'm good. Yeah. You can go without me. Go hang out with your friends. I'm good. I'm good. I promise. I promise. Okay. Yep. Throws in the garbage. Yeah. Then uh, later on, we get to the next day. Like, oh yeah. Like, how you feeling? I feel great. Oh, by the way, uh, I f- I dropped off the fit. You left in the trash. <laughs> what? Yep. It's like, oh yeah. Like the coastal village. Yeah, it looks a lot like a lot of fun. She asked, like, fucking like one of the Picasso type paintings, and then like, ah. No, my life yep. ruined. And then everyone's like, "Yeah, I've never played a, a cultural festival." And they're like, "And I love Rio." Rio's like, "Well, if we bomb, there's four of us to share the pain." Because <laughs> <laughs> she played her bird cultural festival and bombed once. Yeah, I was like motherfuckers. That was funny. And uh, of course, our favorite girl, Kikari. Yep. The drunk. She she like kicks the door in. Senpai, Sochi yep. put aside. It's like Kebi Saki. It's like no. Fuck off. And she goes to the, and she goes to fucking uh, Nijika. It's like, hey, uh, you're the sister. You like me, right? It's like, fuck off. <laughs> that type of thing. So basically, it's uh, now she's like, she's like invited. Uh, she's, she talks to Bochi about it. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, you should come to you should come to my concert and my benefit. It's like, oh, why are you inviting them all of a sudden? It's like, you need money, don't you? And then fucking, she's like, no, uh, it's a thank you. Yeah. Then the fucking Nijika's sister's like. You owe her money, and you yeah. over there, you owe her money too. Yeah, and they're just like, just like ten bucks type of thing. They're like, bounty. Yeah. we're sorry, we're sorry. Yeah, and then Rio goes goes starving. Yes, again, because they all go out to eat afterwards. And well, Rio well, well, before, well, they go to the concert first, and then that. And it's a really good concert. Yeah, uh, yeah. Basically, they're all intimidated by uh, the crew. It's like, oh, they look, they look intimidated. All this, but you find they're they're just fucking sweethearts. Yeah, they're all cool people, chill people. And the music was good, like when yeah. they were playing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and uh, we got a nice moment with Kikari and uh, Bochi. They talk about like, oh yeah, I used to kind of be like you when I was your age, type of thing. Like the nerves and all this. Mm-hmm. And like you just keep on going. They slowly, eventually go away, type of thing. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, and then we get to the uh, we get to the dinner fade and fucking yeah, <laughs> fucking Rio's like. <laughs> she's the only one that's not eating anything. Then eventually, uh, Nijika kicks. He's like, "Oh, fine. This, you can have one French fries." And then he's like, "Yes." He's <laughs> like, "Oh, fine. Here, have more. God damn it. Yeah, stop it. Yeah, they're all they're all pumped up, motivated. Like, let's 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 give it off for the festival." And then we see uh, Kita and Bochi walking home together, and Kita actually apologizes, like. I knew you wanted to throw it out, but I did it anyway. And then Bochi's like, you know what? Like, I'm glad you didn't. Yep. Like, now I, I really want to do this. Yep. 
So that was nice. Like Bochi's slowly growing. She is slowly growing for sure. And I like that. I love it. I can't wait. The final two episodes are going to be crazy. Oh, yeah. I am looking forward to it. I can't wait. I wonder what song they're going to play. They're going to play the originals. And they're going to, Bochi's going to shine in her because they basically said it in the episode. They're like, okay, we're going to play our originals. That's three songs. That's 15 minutes. You get 15 minutes of a performance on if you perform. Yeah. And they're like, okay, so we're going to play our, our first song and then we're going to let Bochi have a a, a, a a guitar solo. And Bochi's like, a guitar solo. And they're like, yeah, it's your cultural festival. We want you to shine. So you're going to get a yeah, guitar solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For her and Kita. Yeah, it's their yeah. festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is like, oh my God. Like she's shocked but happy. And now, like in the next episode, guarantee she's going to be freaking the fuck out. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's going to be the, it's the penultimate of Sunset Live. So, yeah, it's going to be a little issue. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. She disappeared. That was how the episode ended. Yeah. Like, she disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> no, she was so hyped up. Day of the festival. Gone. They'll find her in the Ooh. stairs, probably. Yeah, probably. Or yeah, or the back of the thing where she had their lunch that one time. Mm, true, true, true. There, uh, no, it'll probably be a high school trope and she'll be on the roof. Uh, maybe. We'll see. Committing suicide. What? No, stop it. Stop wondering. <laughs> she tripped. Like she tripped. I don't know what happened. She was trying to frame, but she tripped and fell down. She was practicing and she happened to slip on from the ledge. That still pissed me off. I'm still mad at that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, moving on. Two year eternity. It's so weird, but the last few episodes have been super solid. Yeah, and uh, Bonchin's growth. Significant. <laughs> significant growth. It rivals Bochi a little bit. Yeah. It rivals Bochi a little bit. Yeah, I was talking about, yeah, like he's... I'm over here playing with he, my hair. Yeah, he's uh, he's arrested for basically being aligned with the devil, basically. Yeah. And he's, uh, yeah, he's uh, with... Uh, what's that prisoner's name? Hutoto? No, 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 no. Little kid? Yeah, the kid. Um, fuck, I was gonna say Frodo. <laughs> it's not no. Frodo. No, Toto um, is Toto. Toto is that guy. Uh, who's a girl? Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I don't know if we talked about that. No, no, we didn't. So uh, we Chabo. Chabo. Guerrero. Yeah, Chabo. No, Chabo, not Chabo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, Bond is uh, talking to Chabo. Uh, he's like talking about how like, he sees dead and all this, like the mother. Like he's like the mother, the mother, the mother, the mother, like the mother is talking to him, and then Chabo's like, "No, she's alive," type of thing. Okay, I'll let you believe that kid. Yeah, and then uh, the priest, like they lowered the thing down. Yeah, and he's like talking, he's like, "So you're gonna confess to all this?" So he talks to the guard, like, "Hey, uh, the girl you had with you, like, he was describing the mother," and then Chabo's yeah. like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, and everyone is shocked, completely shocked. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, and yeah, yeah even the priest is like." What the fuck do you do? <laughs> yeah, what kind of fucking hurt uh, hurt uh hearsay is this? Hersery. Is it hearsay? No, hearsay. hearsay. Is it hearsay? I thought it, it was is like... hearsay. Heresy. Heresy is what I was looking for. Heresy, sorry. Heresy is what I was looking for. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh so all that was going on. I was like, fine, we're gonna lower you back down basically. Like, get the fuck away. You're gonna die. Yeah. I was like, like, we'll deal with you later. What we'll ha- and in another trial. Yep. And meanwhile, Bochi uh, or not Bochi, what the fuck am I saying? Bochi. Bushi. Uh, uh, he's Bushi. being burnt alive. <laughs> Molten lava, yeah, like he, yeah. like he's re- he's still he's regenerating, but it's still he, every it's seven quick, seconds quicker. he regenerates, dies, regenerates, dies. And it's getting to a point where it might not last much longer if he doesn't really adapt to it. Yeah, and it got to the point where he was adapting. Like you see, like the metal, like break, yeah. like he's about to break free, but like shit, cool it, he's cool it, and then. um 
that you see it like it's like his like is like a, at the outline of the body basically. Yeah. And it's like, oh, he's trapped there forever. He ain't getting it. It's done. He's done. <laughs> and then uh, we get to we get to back to the other guys. Yeah. And uh the 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 fucking the rope is like it's about to like it's like too much weight. <laughs> yep. So Bond and Chavo, they're going down, 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 like to the alligators. Yep. yep. And of course, Fushi saves them. Yep. Basically, yeah, he now adapts with the molten, the molten fire. He's now he able to escape by he was able to escape via um the hawk. Um, yeah, guard during the smoke. Yeah, yeah, he was able to escape with the via the guard, and so he comes over. He he manages to make a boat because he can make a boat. Makes a boat, rows over, gives the 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 alligators food, and he for he forgot the food that he gave them is the sleeping food that put him to sleep. Yeah, and so they and, get knocked uh... out. Yeah, and, and uh, fucking uh, Toto and Chavo are on the boat. And yeah, and he's bond, like, come like, on, Bond. Come on. And he's like, Bond's like, nope, I got to atone for my sins. Yeah, like, basically, like, I'm basically to protect him type of thing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, uh, Fushi, like, just nods his head understand it and starts to drift away. And then we get to the yep. morning. Yeah. So so he's like, I admit that he, th- he confesses to the priest, like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's a devil and all this. So uh, I do you hate him now? I was like, no, I love him. I yeah. love the devil, and yeah. they fucking put him to death. Yeah, and he's, ep- he's that a, episode he's ends with him getting his head chopped off. Yeah, and we see that. Or does it? Get... Yeah, but first, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna get to that. But yeah, you see the head like rolled up, rolled out. Yeah, but uh, and, before but, that no, though, but uh, before, before, if you're you gonna talk about his like powerful like realization as he's about to die. Yeah, yeah, and it's just <laughs> everything that. He wanted like using. He wanted originally it was to use Fushi. Yeah, to be and, king. Yeah, to be king. And this, but this meeting with him, interacting with him. Yeah, understanding him, it, it made him like this is worth more than than the kingdom. Hell yeah! And he has no regrets. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we see the guillotine go down, and um, everyone like was passed out, like. like yeah, that's you the, beginning, the beginning of the next episode. Everybody's asleep, and then Benedict, yeah. uh, what's his face? What? Not Benedict. Uh, what's his name? Priest. Uh, yeah. Let me find his name for you. Not you. Where the fuck is he? He's on the cast list. Uh, Silvia. Uh, Silvia. Cyril. Whatever. Cyril. Yes, we'll call him Cyril. Okay, so Cyril wakes up first. And he's like, "What the fuck happened? Did we kill him? Did we kill him?" And he sees Bond's fucking bloody body yes, and the head. head. And he's like, "We did it! We did it!" And everyone is mourning. Everyone is mourning. And then uh, Bond wakes or not Bond? Yeah, uh, yeah, he wakes up. No, um, I said Bond. I'm not fucking Bond. Uh, Bonchin. Bonchin wakes up and he's like, "Am I dead?" And he goes, "Yeah, you're dead." And he's yeah, like, wow, but, "Yeah, yeah, well, like, yeah, because uh, yeah, because he's talking to the spirits." Yeah, he's talking to the spirits still. And he sees Fushi, and Fushi's like, "Yeah, you're dead, dude." And he's like, looking down. He's like, what, "What's going on?" He's like, "It's your funeral. Everyone's crying because you're dead." And he's like, "Oh my god!" And he's like, "Shh, they'll hear you." And he's like, "What do you mean?" And he's like, "I'll be right back." And, and he brings up his entire family in an emotional yep, reunion. And he's like, "Are they all dead? What's going on?" And he's like, "No." He's like, "I knew you would kill yourself, so I qu- I I couldn't figure basically, out." Basically, I could, basically I couldn't leave you there. So basically, yeah, he, he came was up with testing them. So he was basically had taste the test of poison. No, well, he was it, like, "How can you save him? How can you save him?" And it was uh the the uh what's his name, the um the descendant, I forget his name. 
Which one? A Hayato. The Hayato descendant. Kahaku? Kahaku. He came they together they came up with a plan and they're like, Oh, there's gotta be some sort of like poison inside that book that uh Tonari left you. So they go through and they found a sleeping agent and they come up with a sleeping agent. And basically what he did was at, at the moment that he was gonna die, he as Lagarde, he spread the sleeping agent so everybody would fall asleep. He managed to save uh Bond before that, and then he basically copied his body and made it look like he was dead, um, yep. and then escaped with him. It's a now basically him. And fucking uh, what's her name? And Toto. Toto, yeah, Toto's dead too. Toto's dead too. Yep, everybody's dead. Chabo's dead, and um, basically they're like, all right, well, you know, you're dead. You can no longer be part of the family. And you know, they're like, I'm sorry for everything. And um, Bond's like, no. He's like, I've never been so happy to not be king. Um, he basically verbally reiterates everything that he's saying. Thanks, Fushi. And so Bond, so he can adapt to his new life, cuts his hair. Cuts his beard completely, including the mustache. It even changes his posture. Changes his posture, changes his clothes. Yep. And then uh, basically we see Fushi talking. You see Fushi talking to a girl and then the sister. So he starts going there and this girl's like, you don't know me type of thing. Like, mm-hmm. You don't recognize me. And he's like, no. <laughs> it got to like this emotional thing. And then you find out it's fucking... <laughs> It's Toto, and basically Toto. she, uh, what's it called? Because she starved herself for so long, she got skinny again. And we find out basically that, you know, hey, you know, my father used to work here, and you fired him. The family was fired, and so he snuck me in. But then some shit happened, I forget, and she got depressed. And so she started eating at the local bakery and just stuffing her face, like binge eating and, you know, depressed eating. And that's why she got fat. Yeah, pretty much. And then I got to the point where, like, can he like can he work again? Can can you like forgive him type of thing? Yeah, and very sweet at the end because basically he she upset he a uh, bond upsets Toto and uh it, you know she starts to cry or whatever because basically she's like oh and she thinks like oh he wants me to be fat again I'll be fat again I'll be fat again starts stuffing her face and they're like no it's not like that and then and it's, it's like it's like it's just like pouring her heart out to him like yeah like she loves him type of thing she really loves him yeah and so basically um at the end they're like oh it's a pre-celebration for your funeral um and so that the fireworks start going off and he's like come we have a better idea of where we're gonna go so everybody goes up to the top of the castle and there's toto's father they're reunited and bon is there bon apologizes for the the mean stuff he said to her and was like are you gonna go home or are you gonna stay at the castle and then he's uh father's like well, what do you want to do and bon is like basically says like i would love for you to stay at the castle and so they hug fireworks go off they experience love and she mentions like oh with chavo we have a little family and yeah uh, said I, that. I really like that yeah bon said that and so they're like family and so the end of the episode basically is that they're going to go on to uh face the knockers and um Along the, and I'm sorry, they were going to, they were going to do something. I forget. No, and, uh, no, we are, we are forgetting something. What? Basically, uh, Bond is like talking to Fushi. Yeah. And he was like, he was about to tell, he was about to tell him the secret. Yeah. Yeah, but something happened. No, what happened is that oh, the knockers are coming. Where are the knockers? They're going to attack the Benedict Church. Yeah, and they're like, well, fuck, what do we do? Like, well, we go protect them. You know, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to fight the knockers. And so Bond goes with Fushi and he had asked Fushi a question as they were about to leave. They were like, how would you feel if your friends were immortal? Would you love that? And 
Fushi didn't get a chance to answer before they found out about the knockers. But after, as they're about to leave, he tells Bond, like, I would love for them to be immortal just like me. And uh, but uh, basically, we're talking about Kahaku's yeah knocker starts going off. And oh now, yeah, we're forgetting that for I sure. That's what I was trying to tell you. Yeah, he oh, tried cutting off the knocker. The knocker grabs the dagger, and and Kahaku was drunk, so he can numb the pain. And yeah, uh, and now the knocker is just communicating. Yeah, holy to Fushi. Yeah. And, and they says, "Hey, your creator's a piece of shit." Basically, and they're like, and, like he he locked us up, and basically, and they're like, like "What like, are you?" And they are Fushi. They are the what Fushi is made out of the Sid, the little tiny ball of life that created yeah. Fushi. That's them, basically. But, but but the thing is, like, they have no physical body; they cannot make a physical body. So basically, yeah. their plan is death. Like everyone needs to die for you to find your salvation. So basically. And now, and even the creator now. didn't know this. Even the creator didn't know this. Creator but, was like, uh, "I suspected but, this, but I didn't anticipate this." Like Whatever, he, like you know. he, like he recognized a name that they mentioned. Yeah, the, well, Sid. Sen? Sid, the, yeah. Sid, the Sen, the, the, which is the ball of life. Yeah, that Fushi is made out of. Yeah, and now it's and now he talks to Fushi like after the saying like, "Do you want to do this?" And Fushi's like, "Now I know. If I'm dead, they're not gonna stop." Yeah. If I if I if I if I hide away, they're gonna do it no matter what. Yeah. So yeah, I have to stop the knockers. <laughs> but yeah, very nice stuff. I can't wait. Very good episode. Like yeah, I can't wait for it to continue. It definitely picked up. It was like five, three, four and a half now, or it should be. It was actually four, three, five now. Like these last episodes, if you were to break yeah, down. Again, it's it, it was a slow build, but if this is if it keeps going now, like now we know what we're dealing with. I think we'll be. I think we'll be in for a ride. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be in for a, a big ride. I can't wait. All right, uh, the ending of part one of the Emidus and Shadow. <sighs> Not like anything else throughout the season. It's it went full on fan service, big time. Basically, yeah, yeah. We all got to talk about the one episode. Yeah, it was a cool down episode. It was very much a cool-down episode. We basically see old girl wants lingerie to seduce, and he fucking lost connection again. You son of a bitch. Anyway, um, yeah, we see the girl. I forget her name. Let's look up the name now while we wait for Sean. Uh, what's... Oh, oops, I removed you on accident. My bad. Yeah, um, oh, no, but uh, but basically, uh, before that, though, fuck, who is the slime girl? Uh, Espelin or is it Delta? Slime girl? They're all slime They use the slime. Oh, um, I think it's Epsilon. Yeah. Uh, Epsilon, yeah, she basically she uses slime to enhance herself, like the boobs. Yes, uh, they're all jiggling. They're all jiggling yep. in front of you. Yeah, and she, and then she talks to uh, who she talked to. Delta. She talks to Delta like puff out, arms crossed. Good morning. <laughs> like yeah, you yeah, see the good morning on. And he's chat. like, have you noticed that uh, that Shadow Sama's glare is coming towards me a lot lately? I wonder why. Boing, yeah. All- boing. Yeah, it's just like really jiggling around, and one of them's like, "Hey, no, 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 just ignore her," type of thing. Yep. And then we get to the other side with the fucking who was it? Uh, what's her name again? Alexa yeah. and Iris doing the lingerie shopping yeah. with her sister. And it's like, "Oh, what's this? It's a thong. Like, I need this. It'll, it'll make my butt look good, damn it!" And like pulls the sister in the dress, like, "Come with me, damn it! I'm gonna scold you." Gonna scold my own HI. Like, I want Sid to fuck me in this phone. Basically. You ain't stopping me. 
<laughs> basically. And she, she ended up being all seductive. Nichan. I, I, was, I was like, what happened? What did I watch? Like, what? What in the incest is happening? No, That's like, in general, it's like everything that we had was like, it's a new show <laughs> for that one minute, for that, that half the episode. You know what this felt like? It felt like episode nine was the finale of the first of the first part, and episode yeah. 10 was like, was like an OVA. Right. That's what it felt like. Uh, uh, and during all this, Sid is quote unquote alive in the schools. Yep. But bandaged bandaged up. And uh who was it that's with her? Uh Rose or Yeah, the uh the the, the best swords person in the school. Yeah, yeah, Rose, yes. Mm-hmm. She likes visiting, like, oh, you did this for me, like you love me, type of thing. He's like, I love you. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> and he's like, fuck. Yeah, and then yeah, now And we find they, out she's a religious fanatic. Yeah, and yeah, they co coincidentally met, like coincidentally, met yep. on the train. Yeah. I think was it for a school trip, this thing? Uh yeah, they it's a disguise as a school trip. Basically, Sid is gonna go as part of a school trip, but in reality, it's to fucking fight these these bad guys that are holding up in the fucking. Well, me, well, mean up the crew, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's like talking to all those, like trying, like oh, so bored. Yeah, and you just like fuck. Why am I in this? And, and she... all, and all, and when they get there, they go to the, they meet the writer, like the one in disguise as the writer. You forgot she wanted to try and fuck him too. Yes, and yeah, he slept on the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, we tried to sneak in. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, fucking uh, is it was is Beta the author? The books, or mm. no, it is beta. I'm looking it at is it. Beta. It's beta. Yeah, it's beta. It's beta. Yeah, basically, uh, she has a she's having a book signing type of thing, and then he's reading these titles like Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, <laughs> and then Evidence and Shadow. Like, what kind of plagiarism bullshit is this? Yeah, fucking my Red Riding Hood shit. Yeah, and uh, all all that lovey dovey shit's gone for now, and uh, basically we get to nighttime. You know, since specialty. Mm-hmm. Uh, he meets up with uh, these hooligans, these heathens. Mm-hmm. And fucking Espelon comes in, helps out. While she's assisting, the boo bitches. <laughs> yep. And then, yeah, he, she's not, he's not paying attention to it, but she's trying to make sure that he does. And then, whenever she, when she finally goes away, she's like, huh, so she used the last slime. Like, I should tell her she doesn't have to do that. Yeah. But yeah, that was. Part one. <laughs> and part two happened today when we'll catch you up on that next week. Yeah, first the schedule was, oh, it's going to be in January. Oh, never mind. Ah, not bad. Not bad, though. We're down to our final four. Uh, no. One, do we miss? one two, three. We are four. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, we said M&M. Made War. Made War. Oh, that's five. Then what are we missing? We got Made War. Hero. Chainsaw and Bleach. Bleach and Chainsaw. Four. Okay. Yeah, I forgot to do Maid War for, before, but now, now we're doing Maid War because this one was uh, really fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but basically, it's uh, the Maid Cafe is busy as hell now because they won the thing mm-hmm. when they weren't supposed to. <laughs> right. And uh, they see Ranko. We skipped over, by the way. We skipped over that whole fucking episode. No, we did. We talked about that. I don't recall. We we did we definitely talked about that because we recorded. Oh yeah, we recorded that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that night it was cringe as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Right, you're right. So that's what I said. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Ranko's talking to Suhiro. Yeah. The guy that's always visiting Ranko, 
They're yep. hitting, they're fixing, they're basically, they're basically, they're hitting it off type of thing. Uh, yep. Nagomi's like watching the far as like mates really can't fall in love. So, what should I do here? Yep. And uh, Ronco goes, this goes by the kids, like, oh, what are you guys talking about? Like, ah, nothing. Like, so, like, oh, yeah, he asked me out on Dato. 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 So, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, all this, all, all this type of thing. Like, they want to help her. Yeah. And this panda is, Played a lot here, and you just see the him, and you just see his panda glaring at Ronco, mm-hmm. and you don't know why. And it got to the point where this panda was like blocking the door uh, to make sure Ronco doesn't leave, type of thing. Yep, like creeping up next to her in the elevator. Yep, and then tried to talk to her, like, <laughs> yep, elevator door shuts, and yeah, Ronco goes to her date. Lovely dress. Beautiful. Which like is they're all, her face is a dress. Yep. And uh yeah, like they're yeah, you see the date play out, it's all nice. Mm-hmm. And Suhero is also a hitman for Nagi. Yep. And Nagi wants him to kill her. Kill Ronco. Yeah, kill Ronco. Mm-hmm. And uh but that doesn't get mentioned or anything yet. Mm-hmm. But uh He's talking to Ronco, and he's like, "I'm leaving this town. Yeah, like, I'm leaving tomorrow, and I want you to come with me." Like he's talking yep. about how much he actually loves her and all this. Yep. And Ronco's like, "I don't know," and all this, and he pulled yep. her in for a kiss. Yep. And I, in my head, it was like, "This is gonna go away." I know it is, and I don't like it. I was wrong, thankfully. Ish. Yeah. I was like, "Please don't, please don't be this, please don't be this." Yeah. And uh, yeah, he left, and then you see the panda there, mm-hmm. and she starts talking. Yep, and, and we get the story of the panda, and she takes the mask, takes the takes the head off after the story. And we, but you gotta, yeah. you gotta go into the story. The story is basically yeah. there was a girl what we that saw wanted... in the yeah, it was a girl. She she was the, she was kind of like Nagami, like she wants to yeah. be a maid. Yep, like she had big dreams of being the maid cafe, but yep. Treated like dirt, did all yep. the the did the awful chores, the ones that no one likes. Yep, and um, met someone, like and he met Sahira. She met Sahira, mm-hmm. and they got to the point of like basically, if you want out of this, like you gotta do this job type of thing. Yeah, and we get to what happened in the first episode. Yep, this yep. maid killed Ronco's head maid. Empire. Yep. Yep, or sensei. Right. sensei. Yeah, and I got to the point where she freaked out, ran away. Yep, and uh, she was like in hiding, like in this yep. like, little corner. And it got to and when it happened she, to be a panda festival, and she's like, "Yeah, oh, be a panda." And so she became a panda. That way, no one found her, and yep. slowly but surely, like no one would recognize and, her. No one and, would hire and, her. And and her and the maid cafe she did work in was closed down. So yeah. They did it, that winky doinky. Yep. And so she just lashed onto that. Yep. And you see the taking the helmet off. And yeah. It's, it's the uh, maid that killed her. Okachimachi, yeah. Yep. And, and she she's like expected Ronco to kill her type of thing. And so the episode cuts, I guess when like, you know, if there was a commercial break, you hear a gunshot and we think, oh, she did the deed. When we return. And, and- and, and she's cut. like, and she's like, I'll see, I'll, I'll let you see her yourself, type of things. Yeah, and uh, it turns out that 
wasn't the case. Basically, she just shot the head of the panda outfit. Yep. It's like so she wouldn't want me to do this. <sighs> yep. And so she gets she goes back, she packs up her stuff, she waits for uh Yeah, yeah. Well first thing, yeah, she's like yeah, like they know she's like leaving Nagomi. He's like trying not to cry. Yep. And then uh yeah, nine o'clock comes. Yeah, we had the thing, and then but we, we get a phone call with Suhero yeah. saying, I'll handle it my own way. And then you hear a shot. Yep. And then it's basically he got shot. No, yeah, 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 yeah. They, they don't, they don't show you who did it and all that. Yep. Yet. Yet. And so, and, uh, Ronco's waiting, 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 waiting. She ends up leaving. Like I think it was like eleven o'clock or eleven thirty. She leaves. Yeah, and then uh, she returns and home. She, she and then she like she she's yelling at the panda, like well, you know all this. Like oh, now you're not saying anything, type of thing. Yeah, and so, what's it called? The we panda get the credit. We get the after credit. And um, no, it's not that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sorry, yeah, it is. It is. It yeah, is. and then we get to what happened with Suhiro. He's telling Nagi that I'm not killing her. I love her, and I'm gonna do things my way. And he's like, "You're turning against the group." I'm like, that's fine. I'm gonna do things my way. Hangs up. He pulls out, and, and we think it's gonna be a gun. No, but uh, but we don't see it yet until after the the panda. She's there. Yeah, shoots him. And it's a it was an engagement ring that he had his pull he's about to pull out. Yep. And then all I have is like, no. <laughs> yeah. And Ronco uh, Ronco fucking gets pissed off. Like, I can't believe you did this. And then the maid is like the order. It, and basically, you. yeah, it's Nagi's fault. So Nagi. basically she's so he's hot. Ronco is looking for blood, but what we don't yep. know is what the panda Suhara talked about before he died, because they said like this, because she said let's. Have oh a yeah, chat. yeah, yeah. Let's let's and have so, a chat. So we don't know what they talked about. We, I'm sure we'll find out either next episode or the finale. Yeah, fantastic this stuff. Fantastic stuff. This is close to a five. All right. Final. Let's three. go with Bleach. Oh, you want to say hero? Okay, we'll go Bleach. Bleach has been off the fucking chain. Yes, off um, the chain. Well, before that, uh, did we talk? Yeah, we talked about the squad. We didn't talk about the healing part yet. No, we didn't talk about the healing. Part. All right, so basically, we're getting a, we're getting a bit of a cool down in terms of like everything that happened. Yep, yeah, episode eight. Okay, everything that happened basically, we need to breathe there basically. Yeah. So now we're like in the healing type episode. Yeah. Uh, Ichigo and Renji. And Byakuya. Yes, but 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 they're not. He's not really in this. Mostly, it's mostly Ichigo. And no, Renji. yeah, because he's so fucked up. Oh yeah, he's like like near death basically still. Yeah. So basically, this half is basically Renji and Ichiko recuperating. They go, they do the bath thing. Yeah. And then they go to eat up. <laughs> yeah. And uh, basically, you get you get the fat lady who made all that delicious food. Like, goddamn, I would eat that. <laughs> yeah. No, well, you're and also forgetting. So after they heal up, um, they send Aburai and and uh, and Ichigo over to the to the to the food palace, and you see the captain soaking his uh, soaking his hand in the water, and they're like, "That damn Ichigo! All right. He blocked my instinctively blocked my punch, anticipating it, and he fucking he fractured my wrist. He fractured no, he my took hand. he took the hit. He took the hit. No, you know, no, he he punched him. No, Renji Renji took the hit. Renji took the full blow, and then Ichigo deflected it. Oh, I thought he just, I thought that like he took it like in the chest, but he didn't like move. No, it, it was, no, it was that freaking, he punched him with the same hand, but okay. he realized it broke because of Ichigo. 
because Ichigo instinctively parried it so he didn't get hit as hard. Right. And okay. found out like he's like, oh, that kid is special. He's like, that kid is real special. So they send him over to the food palace. They eat, they eat, they eat, they eat, they eat. And as and they're then, going to go and then, and then Ichigo's well, first Ichigo's like, are like, should we be doing this? Like, yeah. people are dying and we're just lounging. And Randy like, no, like we were hurt. We were injured in battle. We have yeah. bath to relax our muscles. We have an appetite. We gotta yeah. eat. We gotta regain our strength because we know we're gonna have a shit ton of intense training. As yeah, needed. AKA Dragon Ball Z. It, it's a shonen. It's a shonen concept. It's it's Dragon Ball Z. And so at the end, as they're gonna go to the Zanpakuto house, um, the 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 food queen is basically saying like, hey, by the way, that f- food that you ate was imbued with like really rich and special uh, spiritual pressure. And basically we're going to enhance you through foreign spiritual pressure, mixing with your real spiritual pressure. And it should help you in your battle, Um, which is like, Oh, that's pretty cool. And we also see the fat lady become skinny because she uses her spiritual pressure to cook. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. She makes the food with spiritual stuff and that makes her thin. So yeah. Makes her thin. And she's hot as fuck. I was like, what the fuck? Hot milf. Uh, Now let's get to the soul society side of this. Yes, we it's see about fucking Kenpachi thing. No, we haven't got. We can't go there yet. We have to go with uh, first off. Uh, Kira, Kirako is named head captain, and right. as his first act, he's like, "We're gonna teach teach Kenpachi to get stronger." Um, there's a term for it, but it's not. They, the they, they basically, it basically like learn a certain style, and they're like, "Yeah," you know, and they were like. If he does yeah. this, we're fucked, basically. Yeah, we. You know how much we begged. Uh, what's it called? Uh, the Yamato Taicho to not teach him this, and basically he did like one day of kendo or something, one day of aikido or something, and fucking yeah. he's like, nope, can't do it. He's too fucking op. Nope. And so basically, they're like, basically, basically, he could overrule them if he wanted to. Be yeah, honest. he's like, no like, one can stop ran- if he rampages, and he's like, well, the reality of it is, he's a key asset, and we need him to get stronger, and so we're gonna use. Uh, Unahana Taicho to teach him this power. Oh, I shouldn't say Unahana Taicho. I should say Kempachi Unohana. Yes, I like that. And we that. find out she's the very first original Kempachi over a thousand years ago. Oh, goddamn. And then basically, they're in this training room, and it's one has to die. They could go, they can go to this place because they can go all out. <laughs> yes. And only, again, only one person is coming out because it's like it's a battle between Kempachis and yep. the rule there can, only be one. Is, oh, it can only be one. And then we get a really awesome backstory of how Unahana got the scar on her chest and how uh, Kempachi got the scar on his face. And we find out that when Unahana was um, was uh, Kempachi, she went to the Rukon district and behind her is a mountain, a complete mountain of bodies. And they're like, we can't find anybody to satisfy your, 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 your quench of battle. And they're like, look at all these bodies. This is what this is what you are. And she's like, I didn't make these bodies. And out from the bodies comes, what was he like? 10? Yeah. A young, a young, yep. A young Zaraki. And he's got his sword still not chipped and fucked up. And we get a battle between them, and it's a very close battle. She he stabs Unahana. Unahana fucks him up too. And eventually, but she but she she, she didn't have like fear in her face. It was like excitement. Like he like, almost finally. he almost killed her. But then when he and this is the key, we find out in the next episode. We can spoil it now at least because it's part of the overall. We're, 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 we're basically going back and forth for this. We're yeah, back yeah. and forth, yeah, because we basically the second half of this episode. The help second it's half of episode nine is the. Uh, 
is the fight and the first half of episode 10 is the is the is the finale so as this bridge happens we basically find out the entire purpose of the fight is basically as they were fighting when they were younger kempachi held back because he's like for the first time in my life i found someone who is my equal and from kempachi's side he's like unahana was the first person to make me feel fear and he respected yeah. that and wanted to with he wanted to hold that for so long as Matt lost his connection again, but he wanted to hold that onto that that feeling for so long that he ended up holding back. He ended up holding himself back, and he ended up letting Unahana beat him. And Unahana, for many years, didn't understand why. But she's like, "Oh, this is the guy who's going to inherit Kem- the Kempachi title," and so he brings him on as a as a Soul Reaper. But um, as the battle draws on. Um, we see Kempachi blacking in and out, blacking in and out. Like, why is he blacking in and out? Why is he blacking in and out? And as the fight is happening, we hear from Unahana's side, he's like, she's like, I'm going to break the chains um, that are holding you back. That fear of my death, I'm going to break those chains. I'm going to kill you over and over and over and revive you over and over and over. The blackout. But, yeah, but, but, but every, but every time, but yeah, but every time that happens, he unlocks something in him. Yeah, he does. And so he's breaking those chains. And so as the battle gets more intense, Unahana breaks out her bankai, and it is a sinister looking bankai. Oh yeah, I was like, oh, sinister looking bankai. She cuts her own hand. And basically fills her entire uh, her entire zampacto with her blood, and around her is a sea of blood. And this blood basically allows her to be like ultimate fucking regen healer slash fucking ultimate blood slasher. It's fucking crazy. And they keep fighting, they keep fighting, they keep fighting. But again, Kempachi, as he fights and he gets these near death experiences, he gets better and better and better and better. Yep. He finally slashes Unohana. And Unahana's like, this is what it feels like to die. Like, this feels great. I'm so happy Kenpachi is the one to kill me. Like, Kenpachi, you're free of your chains. And Kenpachi very briefly is upset um, at the fact that he had to kill like, him. Like, 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 who am I going to fight now? Who am I going to fight now? And as he's standing over her body, he hears a voice. And he's like, Zaraki Kenpachi. And he's like, who's there? And, he's the, and the voice says, the one person that's been with you the entire time that's been watching you the whole time that knows everything about you. And he turns over to find the voice and the voice is coming from his Zampacto after hundreds of years. And the claim that he doesn't know his Zampacto doesn't have any connection to his Zampacto. And now he has, it. he unlocked the voice. He unlocked the, the soul within his Zampacto. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah. In my head, I was thinking to myself, I was like, is he going to inherit her bankai? Cause if he inherits her bankai, it, they don't inherit bankais generally, so he's gonna get his own bankai. No, that bankai is gonna be fucking no. Yeah, but now we know that's. Gonna you know be... what I'm hoping because I haven't read the manga. I'm hoping that Aizen breaks out, tries to fucking take over, and Zaraki and Ichigo with Zaraki's uh, bankai, they fucking kill him permanently. It's either yeah, that or I see I see fucking Aizen helping Soul Society. I don't know, so I haven't read it. So I, know, I haven't read it either. But yeah, holy shit! But that's not the end of Bleach. Because no, that that was that was happening. Yeah, that, 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 that would go back. That would go back to the other yep. guys. Yep, we go. He goes over to the Zampacto uh, kingdom, and the Zampacto yep. is uh, Nimaya. Nimaya is uh, I don't know how to say his first name, but he's basically a black soul reaper. He speaks um, broken Japanese. It's full Japanese, but he speaks in like an accent because he's not really Japanese. And 
we basically see like he is in a whole you see them but kind of in like an escort house and everyone's like oh my god this is great this is great this is great and they're like you want to know why you're in an escort house he's like those are all zampacto zampacto have feelings and emotions and he throws them into a pit him and renji both get thrown into a pit and you see these soulless faces and he's like these are zampacto these are the souls of zampacto they're upset with you they're angry with you they're they're sad for you and you see them crying and trying to fucking fight them and he's like basically you're going to be in a death battle between all these souls of the of the zampacto and yourselves if you survive and a, and a zampacto picks you you get a brand new sword and we'll unlock it and i'll fix it up for you no problem if you don't you're shit out of luck at the end of however undetermined amount of long time um renji gets his zampacto Ichigo doesn't get his Zanpakuto. Yep. And so, cue credits. In an after credit, we see Ichigo trying to fight Nimaya. Like, oh, you know, I, I, what am I going to do? Like, I didn't come here just to quit. Blah, 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 blah. And Nimaya is like, hey, the reality of it is you're not a soul reaper. You never were a soul reaper. You're just a human. And so, no Zanpakuto is going to attach itself to a human because it's only for soul reapers. And he Ichigo lunges at Nimaya and Nimaya basically does like some pow pow thing with his fingers and he sends Ichigo back home. And he, in, and as he sends him back home, he says, Ichigo has got to find his roots in order for him to potentially uh, get a Zanpakuto. And he may never come back here, whether he does or he doesn't, he may never get that again, but he's got to figure that out first before he can ever think about stepping foot here again. All right, so that'll be the last two episodes. And also, the finale is a one-hour. One hour. So basically, the last two episodes are going to just be this one thing. So No, it's going to be episode 11. I think it's 13 episodes, right? Yeah, so 12 and 13 are going to be the, the all together. You think? Yeah. I thought it was going to be episode 11, episode 12, and then... No, they're going to do 12 and 13. Yeah, that makes sense what you're saying. That's what they did with um with last season, with... um. What show was that they did last season where they had back-to-backs? Cuckoo? Yeah. They did have a cuckoo. Yeah. But yeah, yeah they say, yeah, those are going to be the... Instead of, instead of the new year having it, because again, they're, they're Monday. That's like Christmas and yeah. like New Year's and all this shit. Yeah. All right. Co-main. My hero. My hero. Oh, we... We got we got the reveal of what we kind of suspected, but how they did it. Fantastic. I'm very happy how they did it. <laughs> very. I am too, dude. I so am too. Let's just get right to it. It's uh basically Shigaraki's body is not good right now. <laughs> it's on the brink of death. Yeah, so basically he has to stop fighting. It got to the point where yeah, like, yeah we had to retreat for right now. Yes. And this, and of course, the other heroes start coming. It's like the giants yep. coming. Yeah, like you basically get out. Basically, yep. We see we see uh, Bakugo and Endeavor get sliced by that, like by the spinal uh, quirk with the with the with the spines. Shigaraki, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they want to get uh, uh, Midoriya. They want to get him, and they tell Midoriya like, "No, come on." And Midoriya's like, "No, we have to finish this now." He goes to attack. Um, he goes to attack uh, Shigaraki, and Shigaraki touches him, and begins and the like, process of the, yeah. of, the, of the cork steel. Yeah, and then uh, we get so we're like we're in the middle of it, like we're getting this in between thing. One no, time, the in between thing is the is they're in the, the they're in the one for all zone. As I say, like yeah, the one side there's Deku. Yeah, they, 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 basically, 
they in a moment basically in a moment they both of them entered the the one for all subconscious zone and again as matt said one side you see um deku deku can't move and on the other side you see shigaraki um and he's as he's trying to lunge what breaks out of him matt uh, which one all for one breaks out from him and yep. we get the story of all for one and then, the on the, and then on the other side yeah. First you, first you see the grandmother. <laughs> yeah, you see Tomara. And um then you see the originator, the very first all for one. We found out we find out that the original one for all. Yeah. One for all, sorry, one for all. We find out the original one for all is the younger brother, Ototo, the younger yep. brother of All for One. And we find out that uh all that one for all, the original one for all was very kind hearted, very nice, and he wanted to stop his brother, but in the end, all for one killed him. And basically, they're trying to steal the quirk, trying to steal the quirk. And between Tomura and um, and uh, and the original one for all, they're able to push him back. And and uh, Midoriya, with just his will alone, is able to stand up and is able to fight Shigaraki until they both break out of the subconscious. There's a giant explosion and they both collapse to the ground. Um, Shoto saves um, save Midoriya. And the spines save, uh, save, uh, what's his face? Shigaraki. Shigaraki. And at that moment, as they're like, oh, we got to retreat, we got to retreat, um, we see, and... um, the, what's his face? Uh, Ilya. Ilya. Yeah. We see him and one of the other heroes come over. They attack Shigaraki. They've got him on the ropes. They've got him on the ropes. And Gigant Machia shows up. Yep. Right and in the middle grabs of the Shigaraki and he's like, "Master, tell me his move." But Shigaraki's unconscious at this stage, and we'll get also, back to Gigamaki before that because now we gotta get to uh, Uraka yeah, gotta, and Toga because yeah, yeah, we yeah. gotta take care of that first before everything yep, else. Yep, yep. But yeah, so, Ochako and uh, Hibiko they're having this little. Actually, well, Toga's having his little inner struggle over self a little bit after. Yeah, because they're like, after oh, twice like, died. Yeah, yeah. After twice died, like, oh, heroes will kill us. Like, oh, will the heroes kill me? Will my favorite friends that are heroes kill me? So, so she I wants to know. Out. So she wants to know from Ochako, like, yeah, will you kill me? Type of things. Yeah, so she jumps off of Gigant Machia, manages to basically kill an old lady to steal her look, and drags Ochako into like this abandoned house, and they have a one-on-one struggle. Where they basically confirm, oh, uh, what's her face? Himeko's like, you like Izuku, don't you? You like Midoriya, don't you? I like him too. She's like, it's the same. You know, two girls that like the same boy. We could have talked about love and romance, but here we are. And she asked the question to, to Ochako, like, would you kill me? And Ochako's like, I want to save as many people as possible. If you get in my way, then that is what it is. And so they have a battle and she's about to die. And Sui comes over, saves her. And uh, Himeko's like, I got my answer. And she dips back over to try and catch up yeah. to Gigamakia yeah. and leaves them. Um, and now let's get to... Now we get to the biggest reveal of them all. Yes. So, um, again, the League of Villains, all the League of Villains are on Gigamakia. And when Gigamakia is trying to revive Shigaraki to get orders, <clears throat> we see Dobby pop up. And at the moment Dobby pops up, a broadcast, they hack the, the satellite, the FGI satellite, which I laughed, FGI. Yeah. They hack the satellite and a national broadcast um, over like broadcast around Japan. And it's Dobby giving his life story to everybody. Well, before that, though, he actually like took the water on his head to get water in his hair and and find out. Yeah. Endeavor and Shoto, they were like, what? (laughs) Yep. And we find out he is a. uh, He's uh, the first. Yeah, he's the first. Todoroki. He's the he's first, first son. 
Yep. And we find out that he had more natural gifted power than fucking Endeavor. And that basically Endeavor, his entire goal, as we already knew, was to get half half and half, half ice, half fire. Yeah, but and, he had but he had more fire. But he, yeah, you know, yeah, he, he, you know he had a fire. little you know, he had a little bit of the white hair. Yeah, because that's how you they evolve over time, basically. And so um basically he died in some fire. We don't know how the fire happened, but he supposedly died in a fire. And Endeavor, for his part, you know, he truly tried to look for his son. They couldn't find him. He couldn't find him. He assumed he was but dead. He doesn't know that. Yeah. Meanwhile, Dobby's like, you know, I am a Todoroki. I've killed over 30 people. And he basically exposes Endeavor's entire family fucking drama about how and he Hawk, fucking, and Hawks on top of it and exposes Hawks too. Hawks killed a hero to get close to us and basically shakes the entire foundation of heroes across Japan. And the episode ends basically with him saying like come on father let's let's talk together in hell and he jumps at Todoroki and Endeavor and Todoroki's like he's Endeavor, coming back Endeavor, he's coming Endeavor, back yeah Endeavor does not want to fight Endeavor's stuck he's shocked he's heartbroken he's not moving his knees buckle slightly he can't do a damn thing Todoroki's screaming at his dad move let's but, do something. basically basically not now like this is not the time <laughs> yeah and fucking Dobby with his blue flames fucking pulls out the ultimate fucking move of endeavor prominent yeah. burn and the episode ends with everything burning yeah that was raw <laughs> fire pure fucking fire yeah i i'm glad uh, this was the right time for dobby to reveal himself like that <laughs> perfect absolutely like, like, I, I, perfect. Say, everyone knew but again that the blue flame threw people off but now we get it like this yeah he's like he's like i thought you would have figured it out by now dad that you know, flame, flame, uh, flame uh, quirks are a dime a dozen. How would somebody get a flame quirk? Yeah, like all, all of that happened. And that's, and that's the reactions of Shadow Endeavor and Endeavor. Their face to react like and the reactions of their really... families. The reactions yeah. of their families too. Everyone, yeah, everyone is shocked because they knew these secrets and they're being exposed on national television as they find their long lost dead brother is one of the <laughs> baddest villains of the League of Villains. Oh, and we find out Best Genius is alive. Yeah, <laughs> and we also find out at the end Best Genius is alive. Yeah, he was, that's the one Hawks allegedly killed. <laughs> yep, motherfucker. <laughs> Great stuff. I love this. Fantastic. Stuff. It's gonna be a five, they, unless they royally fuck this up. It's gonna be a five. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's qualified for next year, but still, we still we're still gonna give it all the props till then. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it should still count for. And you know it can't count for him in the season because it's on a continual. Yeah, it's carrying over in the year. <sighs> Will it win anime next year? Considering all the ones that are coming out next year, Ooh, that's the key. I think you'll. I think it. Was, I think it'll still be on our list for, for sure. season. I'm sorry, the uh, for the winter season. I don't see why not. It, like, unless it unless it drips <laughs> somehow. Yeah. Let's hope not. Hopefully not. But I, whatever we got, it, it could still be on there. Still, I. Think it still has a chance, mm-hmm. but let's let's go with our main event. Yeah, Chainsaw Man. Crazy. We we fuck. Uh, we picked up our last one with a uh, Himeno vanishing, mm-hmm. and um, but we see a ghost hand. Yep. This was like this was her last. The the done. last act of the ghost was to find uh. Uh, Renji. Denji. 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 I don't know if Renji. Yeah, and, uh, and, and pull the, pull the chain, and, and we get a decent fight between the 
the the samurai devil and the uh and the the chainsaw devil until there's a until until there's basically the katana demon held someone hostage yep even though it was someone from the crew no it wasn't the katana it it was denji denji held the guy hostage he's like this your friend you want him to live and he's like god damn it yeah and and the fucking guy savagely cuts both of them in half yep and now in half and now denji's out for the and we lose connection. And Denji's out for the count, as Matt said. Meanwhile, while Denji's out for the count, they're trying to get his body. They're like, quickly, let's get his body over. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. And we see and, uh, as well, while this is happening, that uh, Makima is not dead. Yeah, you see her like bloody standing up for the people that shot her. Yep. And then we don't know. We don't see what happens yet. Nope. We just but, see the train arriving. Like, Kyoto. There's two stations there letting her know that we've been attacked. They're like, hey, there's bodies on the train. And they're like, but they're, they're like, like, okay, like, are you okay? He's like, but did you get shot? Like, my blood. No, I didn't. Like, no, I didn't. Like, I didn't get shot. Yeah, I didn't get shot. This isn't my blood. And went to basically talking to them, and it's like, okay, I need thirty inmates that have a life sentence or worse. I yeah, or worse. And then I need a shrine up in this high, high, high area. Yeah, book the shrine, and so and, we get anything the- else, and a, and a change of clothes. <laughs> yeah, and then and so uh, we see. And- a ritual sacrifice. Well, before that, though, we don't know that yet. It's just basically now the crew is taking Denji's body. Yeah, I mean, you knew. The... You could put two and two to fucking together, and you knew. I say, but but we got we got we got to build it. We got to build it. Oh god damn it! All right, so they're trying to struggle. They're trying to struggle. They're trying to struggle to bring him in. And, and all of a sudden, the guy see a bunch of ravens. Huh? Well, first you see a bunch of ravens. Yeah, crow in there. Yeah, and then they're like, and one of them starts feeling funny. He's like, I don't feel and, good. And then, and then he spontaneously <laughs> explodes. And I was we're like, like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then, and then one, we see one, Makima, the girl knew. Yeah, we see Makima. He's like, say this name. So-and-so name. Spontaneous so, combustion. Say this person. And she's doing these hand movements as she's doing it. Basically, and she's, she's killing she's twisted, them. She's twisting their bodies like inside out. Until they explode. Until they explode. And, and this is just a fraction of what she can do. Uh, yeah, because she has many contracts and many devils. Yep, and then all this going on one by one by mm-hmm. one, and then and then she stops. Like she didn't kill the Katama demon or the main girl that was with him. But during that, as they're about to leave, they see Kobeni. And Kobeni is angry and heartbroken because her partner is dead. Yeah, and she's like, "Hey, are you guys the ones that did the shooting?" And she had, and we find, and first the snake demon comes out. And then Kobeni just rides that flat. motherfucker. Yeah, like fast reflexes. Like she's about yep. to. <laughs> yep. And she we was... see, we get a flashback of after her partner's been shot. He, she basically fucking uses her flast reflexes, kills the fucking guy with by fucking. Yeah, and like, it, it, they just like this, this whole like seeing her partner done this triggered something in her. Yeah. Into this. State when her back system. is against the wall, she can fucking <clears throat> go. It's like, oh man, all the people that hate her for just being this useless, annoying person. Nope. <laughs> Nope, that is not the case. Yeah, and that was so good. <laughs> and then she like goes to Denji's half dead body, saying like, "I'm sorry for almost killing you," type of thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, not get my fucking scary. That's all we got out of that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, super fucking scary. At the end of the episode, on let me write this. Anyway, um. Now we get to the next episode. <laughs> oh, well, you forget afterwards. They're like, all right, well, thank you. You can take the blindfolds off. Because, they, 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 again, they had blindfolds yeah, they, on. Yeah, they, 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 they can't see her power. And so at the end, 
uh, they return back to the station and we see that they're, uh, we see one of the reports. He's like, oh, thank God you're not dead. And he's like, oh, I'm here to report what everything that happened. And he's like, hey, you know, all the special divisions, the remaining people from special divisions are going to be under your command. And here's my resignation le- letter. And people quit. And that he's like, oh, well, you know, she's like, hey, did you predict this? And she's like, I can't tell people of the, of the public what's going on anymore. Thank you for your service. Yeah. And so the end episode and then the next episode starts off and we see Aki's recovered. And yeah. And, and you then, see, uh, yeah, Denji and power there. They're fighting, of course. Yeah, because yeah, because like, dude, you can't have the apples because you didn't fight. You ran away like a pussy. Basically. And, and so like, he's like, hey, how did you know? Is uh, what happened to uh, Timeno, and they're like, she's dead, and he's like, yeah, that would and then he's like, a little bit of his humanity is just like, yeah, Denji and Power, they're like, all right, we're gonna go, dude, see ya. And he's like, here's yeah. an apple. So they had thing apples. Yeah, and then, so he's like thinking to himself, like, if he died, would I be sad or power? No, I know you're forgetting. So while he's doing that, while basically you see a bit of of Aki's humanity as well, Aki basically begins to break down and cry that he lost Himeno and then he, he well, he's about to smoke a cigarette and then he breaks down. Can't, can't even smoke a cigarette. Can't even smoke a cigarette. He breaks down. He also asks his sword, how much time do I have left? Two years. Two years. He's got yep. two years left to live because of his of the sword contract and he begins to cry. Denji's like, fuck, I forgot my manga. Hears him crying and then that's where you get his humanity. He's like, would I be sad if anybody died? And he's like, if Power died? Nah. If Aki mm-hmm. died? Nah, now, Jimena was my first gonna... friend who wanted to be my friend and wanted to be cool with me. And he's like, "Damn, he's like, this is wild." He's like, "Would Makima die? Like, if Makima died, would I be sad?" He's like, "Probably for three days, and then I'd be good again, laughing, enjoying life." And he's like, "Wow," he's like, "I guess my more of my heart is missing than I thought." That was very yeah. powerful. And so later on, we see two. We see two pieces. We basically get uh, that there's a special like trainers from Kyoto that are here to try yeah, and help. Yeah, the, 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 yeah the, the same people that were in Makima. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so I forgot, their, I forgot their names. I don't think they're important at this stage, but basically the two they're here to do two things. Um, uh, Aki gets the two people from Kyoto and they're like, hey, you know, if you you can quit and you'll have two years left and you can enjoy your life for whatever time you have left or you can you know, resign yourself to continue to fight with us and you'll be in for more hell than you can possibly imagine. And, and then Aki goes and he's like, Aki's like, well, he's like the, 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 the devil that killed my partner and killed my parents is still out there. Why the hell would I quit? They're like, all right, we'll see what the paperwork tomorrow. They come back, they take him to an underground bunker. And this is like, this is where we keep all the devils that we've kept alive. And they're walking past all these jail cells, basically. And he's like, you're going to make, um, he's like, you're going to make a commitment with this devil called the future devil. He's like the last person that, uh, these like two people have contracts with this devil. One person, what, what did they say? Um, I I forget what one guy sacrificed. The other guy sacrificed both his eyesight, his taste and his smell to be uh to have a contract with the future devil he's like lucky yeah. he's like he's like hopefully the, the future devil likes you and you can strike a bargain with him on what he takes from you yeah and also he also cannot summon that fox demon anymore right now he can't summon the fox demon ever because the fox demon is pissed off because he ate too much of bad shit so and, it, like, and it, it, it got fucking wrecked in the process he got wrecked anyway yeah so he's like yep fox demon hates your ass you'll never use him again and so um basically um we get that meanwhile Makima uh, takes Denji. power and Denji to yep. the cemetery 
And we meet probably one of my favorite guys right now. <laughs> yeah, he's so badass. We see Himeno Senpai. And he's like, I'm gonna ask you three questions. He's like, he's like, do you want re-? he's like, are you guys sad? No. He's like, Do you want revenge? Nah, that shit's too taxing. And so and so whose side are you on? <laughs> he's like, Whose side are you on? He's like, he's like, whatever side makes me happy. And then power is like, whatever side's winning. And then he's like, Good, you pass. And they're like, huh? And they were like, he's like, you guys are a rare breed. He's like, I'm going to whip you guys into shape. He's like, you guys are people that he's like, you guys, you guys continuously get your ass kicked. And so when you're done with me, you're going to be top notch motherfuckers, basically. Yeah, and he so, said, like, you guys can be full footed badasses when I'm done with yeah. you. And he gives them a hug and proceeds to break their necks with the hug. And they're all like convulsing because their necks are broken. They can't move. And he's like, he's like, the best part of training you guys is you're built like us but you're not like us. And he pulls out a bag of a positive blood and pours it in her mouth. He's like, all you need is a little bit of blood and you're right back to normal. And they proceed to have training with him the entire day into the night. Yeah. And and he Genji just, like, gets stabs them. over. yeah. He's like, good. He's like, good. You're immortal. Denji wakes up and he's like, how many at the, at the end, he's like, I'm gonna go home and get some sleep. I'll see you guys tomorrow at your house. And Denji wakes up from like, almost like losing his fucking mind. And like, he goes insane briefly powers beats the shit out of him. So he snaps out of it. And he asked power, how many times did I die today? And he's like, you died at least over 20 times, but the times that you were dead, I I was unconscious. I was unconscious. Yeah. And they're like, holy shit. And they're like, we just got to put our brains together and we'll beat him. Yeah. Oh, and they yeah. Come up with- yeah. Let me know how well that worked. <laughs> and they came up with a pretty good plan, except that they're amateurs. And this guy is so fucking badass. He's he like, has, the- yeah, he's the best devil hunter. Yeah. He said, he's like, listen, I'm the best devil hunter there is. He's like, until you guys can beat me, he's like, I'm going to be hunting you. Yeah. So, yeah, basically, yeah, they have like, uh, yeah, power. She uses her blood thing to make, make like a lance for the door. No, just yeah. puts, tilts his head back. Dead. And he's <laughs> like, oh, blood lance straight to the head. They had more blood power or whatever. And they fucking use that. Like explosions coming, on top. Yeah. It's coming down spears, more spears down. And he's like, oh, he's like spears. And then Denji comes off from the, from the top, and top floor. And he gets kicked in the face. And, power loses fucking consciousness and he's like you're he's like this is the best plan you came up with yet but there's two flaws one you didn't see my kick coming two when power uses too much blood without any replenishment she becomes anemic and and useless and you see her just like convulsing because she's anemic on the floor and he's like this is the best attack though he's like i'm gonna go and he drinks his fucking he drinks his, his alcohol and he's like i'm out of alcohol i'm gonna go get drinks you're good for the night and then uh, Denji gets up. He's like, oh, the old man said we're done today. And he eats a fucking knife to the fucking brain. And he's like, never trust what a devil or a devil hunter says. Love him. I fucking love him. <laughs> it was fucking badass. Absolutely fucking uh, badass. And of course, the VA sells it too. <laughs> yeah. And then the, OP, the, OP, again. the OPs are really good. The OP for episode, I think it was eight or nine, was so nine. Depress- it was de- It was depressingly gorgeous. Absolutely, yeah, and now uh, we My get favorite of the season. Yep, and uh, and then this one was pretty good. Yeah, all of them have been solid. The one I believe was episode four or five. That was the best one up until episode nine for me. But still, it depends on your taste. At the end of the day, you know. Yeah, because there's, there's a lot for everybody. We got two more of these. Yep. Yep. I can't wait. It's a five. No way, it's not a five. It's a five. Yeah, agreed. It's a five. Closing thoughts before we get out of here. Four. We'll be back for penalty week. Hours. Three we're back hours. Back to normal. Yeah, we're back to normal. 
God damn it. Well, hope you guys enjoyed well, the we, show. We, well, we also had two episodes for some of these. So. Yeah, for a lot of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, uh, we hope you guys enjoyed the show. I mean, my final thoughts, Matt, are we're wrapping up one hell of a season. And, yeah, you know, uh, my we, other we thought... Pe- yep. Oh, go ahead. I was like, we got penultimate week next week. Some some shows will be done next week. For you. Well, well, it depends on if we do watch stuff next Thursday. There's no, bro, the only show that's gonna be done next week, according to my list, is made war. Um, that's one show. You said some shows. That's one show. Well, I said, well, I'll have three, I'll have three shows then. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, like, I have nothing closing next week. Yeah, I'll, week I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll have do I'll do it yourself, sword and bevel file done. <laughs> yeah, next week will be fucking penultimate weeks for me. Yeah, I'm only gonna have made war basically by next week, and that's if we watch made war. On yeah, Thursday. that's if as if we watch it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, we got a lot. We can't wait. We talked our cake. We're full of cake. Yeah, but it was just, we're full, man. Uh, follow me on Twitter at DamonPhoenix12. My cat's scratching the door, trying to get in. Which one, Haru? Yeah, Haru. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He may, yeah, he may downstairs. Oh. Uh, but yeah, follow me on Twitter at DamonPhoenix12. Follow our talk to cake Twitter at talk to cakey. Uh, we want to thank W2M Network and Chairshot Radio for hosting us. Uh, we have a link tree on our Twitter where we find your local podcasts. Uh, uh, Audible, Apple Music, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio. Wherever you, wherever you find us, just, just type in Talk to Cakey. You'll find us. Mm-hmm. We'll pop up. Mm-hmm. We're like the first two pages mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. Google search. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got plenty of downloads. Uh, we got our Cake Awards in two weeks. We will have we'll a special guest. Our special guest star man will be joining us for those. I, I fought for just a year. Oh, is it for a year? Because I don't think he watched enough for fall. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, so I was, I was, let's get a big. Let's get a big for the year. Go man, go man. But uh, yeah, we got yeah two weeks for that, and in three weeks we get our yearly awards with Starman. Yes, and we start the winter twenty three. Another give year. me your plugs. Another year with you, buddy. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Wouldn't have any other way. Give him your plugs so we can go out of here. Follow me on Twitter at S-H-O-S-T-O-P-P-A-2-4. That's Showstopper24. You can follow me on Instagram at podcast.senpai. You can follow my anime-only Instagram at A-I underscore anime24. You can follow us on our Talk to Keki Instagram at Talk to Keki, T-A-L-K-T-H-E-K-E-K-I. That's Talk to Keki. Shout out to my boy uh, Andy with the MMA for Marks podcast, also available on W2M Network. That's MMA number four Marks. Um, again, as Matt said, all of our socials have link trees. Check us out. You'll be able to catch all of our personal endeavors as well as anything related to the show, as well as um, on my, on my uh, links, you'll be able to see the MMA for, uh, for Mark's podcast stuff as well. And, oh, oh, did you mention the, the eat the cake? Uh, did you mention eat the cake? Follow us no, on Facebook I. at eat the cake. E-A-T-T-H-E-C-A-K-E. Eat the cake anime. Um, let us know if you heard us on the show. Please let us know. Matt and I are admins. We will shout you out. We will gladly talk to you. We would love to hear from you guys. It's an open forum. 600 members. All of us are all loving, cool. We all love different animes. We got everything. If you want memes, we got memes. If you want old anime, we definitely have old anime because the majority of the motherfuckers in that show love old anime. You have Matt and I, as well as Starman on there, that keep track of every other new anime that's out there. Any sort of forum you want to discuss anime related on there, please join us. Join our family. Let's send it home, buddy. Go home. All righty. So then we'll see you guys next Thursday for our Christmas episode. Arigato, Natsufaku, and Sayonara.